Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hi, how are you doing? This is Brandy Mullen. And Chandra Raleigh, and we are um, the hosts of Goddess Central Radio Talk Show. I told you we would be back. I told you that we would be um, live, living and in color, ready to give you what you need to go about your path. Um, again, my name is Brandy Mullen. I am the CEO and the um, host of the Brandy Mullen Radio Show, also the Goddess Central Radio Show, also When Did You Fall in Love with Hip Hop. Um, I am the producer of all those, executive producer, CEO, creator. I am that. And I am thankful that you guys have tuned in at this hour um, to get your dose of goddessness. You know, today is Sunday. Um, you know, even though a lot of people equate um, Saturday as the Sabbath, because that is the original Sabbath. But um, here in the United States, I guess, or, yeah, I would just say the United States, that we have adapted Sunday as our rest day. So I'm excited that on our rest day, not the official Sabbath, I will say that, but on our rest day that we can uh, converse together, tune in together, have a great time, have fun, um, I'm excited. Um, we have an awesome show for you. If you have been trying to um, feel the love for yourself, oh, my gosh, like tonight is the night. It is a new moon. Um, the moon moon is here. Um, new moon is a representation of new beginnings. Also, um, new vibrations, putting, like, um, sowing a seed. Like, if you want a cherry tree, what do you do? You sow a a cherry tree seed, you sow seed, you put it in the dirt, cultivate it, water it a little bit, give it a little light, give it a little energy, a little um, elements, water, air, fire, water, you know what I mean? The earth is already um, moving and levitating um, down within the core, and then you have um, your intention to grow this um, seed, and it grows. And that's what the new moon is about, is about manifestations and growth and new beginnings. And a lot of you women that I am sensing right now, a lot of you are needing um, love and attention, and you just need help right now. You need a helpmate. You need someone who is going to um, help you, you know, and to give you the incentive. Like, you know, you know those times where we're feeling a little bit down, like I can't do it. Um, every time I try something, the doors are closed to me. Oh, my goodness. I'm just so um, struck in for bad luck. It's all, you know, we we have those thoughts, right? We have those negative thoughts. And, you know, as goddesses, we want to say, oh, I always think positively and I'm always in a good light and I'm always, you know, manifesting greatness. And that's a lie. Like, I'm going to be all the way honest with you. You know, when it comes time to 
um, be honest with ourselves and to the universe, we have these issues with sowing that seed because what if the seed doesn't manifest? What if I put my heart out there again and it gets hurt again? What if I am I put myself in another relationship for it to fail and now I'm already feeling like a failure and then I'm putting myself in this situation where I'm trying to receive love and attract love and get the love that I need and then all of a sudden it don't work. And I'm here to tell you today that you are a manifester of awesomeness and greatness and that your heart Oh, my goodness, ladies, um, your heart um, attracts and brings in at a radiance, at, 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 a, at a radius, I'm sorry, it's at radiance. That's true, too. Your heart does bring in a radiance, but at a radius, your heart brings in that which you want to attract. Your mind, your will, and your emotions are all in line. That is your soul. And I just want to let you know tonight that you can relax and rest assured that you and your sisters and and I are going to manifest awesomeness and greatness and love into your life. And I want to introduce, um, not that we're introducing her because she's already um, greatness on the show, a host of all hostess, uh, my girl, my my. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. You better. Uh, you know, like I'm a little old, but I do know that. That's my best friend. That's my okay. But um, <laughs> but my homegirl, um, Chandra um, of Florida, um, come on in, girl, and let them know about you. What's going on? Um, nothing much. Just enjoying this beautiful Sunday, and I was just sitting here listening to what you were saying, and I'm just, like, smiling because you hit it on the head. Um, with myself, you know, I'm doing massage therapy work, and I'm also doing energy healing. And there are times where I have to keep it real with myself. There are days where I just don't, I'm not who I'm supposed to be. I I don't feel, you know, like I'm worthy. I don't feel that I deserve certain things. And when you get to that level, you have to pick yourself back up and realize that you are worthy of love. And sometimes we give so much of ourselves to what we don't even recognize who we are. And, you know, it's all about, you know, knowing who you are within, knowing your worth so that you don't continue to give people who don't deserve your worth. And and sometimes that we shortchange ourselves with that. So I'm excited because we have to, you know, we do need self-love. And sometimes you have to back away from life and people to regroup and recognize who you are. So I'm just, like, excited that we are discussing this tonight because it really resonates really deep with me because we all, cannot, you know, I wish somebody would sit here and say, oh, I'm living a great life. No, you're not. We all go through challenges. We all go through um, days where we want to, you know, choke people. I mean, we, we all go through that. That's called being human. But don't lie to yourself. The worst thing you can do is lie to yourself. So what's up, lady? How are you today? And, um... I, you know, I'm just going to say this, like, um, today has been such a a magical, awesome day. Um, One of my friends, um, Jenny Coyle from um, Ireland, hit me up from Derry, Ireland, and she was telling me, Brandy, we're going to be awesome. We're going to be great. Like, I feel as if, you know, we are the oracles of this time, and I was like, 
you know, at that time, I was a little bit stressed out of thinking about some things in my life. And it's so awesome to have, like, your goddesses, your sisters around you in society because let me tell you something. Uh, we are in the age of Aquarius. Okay, and that is a time where the goddess energy is so powerful, like we are taking force. And, like, if you realize, even in relationships, I'm not saying that men aren't who they are, but in this time period, it seems as if women have the jobs, women have the security, women are able to provide at a time where a lot of men are having challenges, regardless of what race they are, um, they are being depreciating in society, and it's time for the goddess to rise up. And, you know, we just got the right to vote in 1920, you know, and um, I really feel like, you know, we're still learning who we are as women, you know. Um, I remember um, watching a movie, my one of my favorite movies, and it is uh, Mona Lisa Smile, and it was talking about, the rise of women being independent, but in the same token, it was unfavorable for a woman to be successful and independent and to take care of herself and and to um, invoke love and to want love and to be, you know, the matriarch that she is. And as I was watching that movie, because one of my favorite movies, I went to the movies twice to watch that, um, we, if you were a wife and a mother and you stayed at home, then you were the ultimate woman. And if you wanted more for yourself, if you wanted to be um, an entrepreneur, if you wanted to, if you had dreams and aspirations and goals and you went to college, nine times out of ten, you were going to be single. And that is what we're actually seeing right now, even in this time period, is the independent woman not really um, being recognized for who she is, and if she is independent, she's too independent, she's too much, she can't, you know, do it without a man, and when she is doing it without a man, oh, she's going to be an old maid. And, I mean, that is crazy. And the man and the woman as a whole together is beautiful. Um, I got to um, be around my parents recently. My parents came to Ohio to visit me. They live in Maryland, and uh, I was very excited because when I was around them, there was a wisdom of love and beauty around the both of them, and everybody saw it. I took a picture, and I put it on um, social media, and everybody, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, they're so cute. They're so, And I kept telling them that when I saw them, that there was a wisdom and a beauty behind their love um, that resonated out. Like I could take a picture, and the picture says 100,000 words, and everybody could see exactly what I saw when I took that picture. And it is about the man and the woman being the best that they could be together. You know, it's not that the woman is better than the man or the man is better than the woman. It's about both of them coming together and being what they need to be together, them encouraging each other. If I see that you could be better than you are, I'm going to encourage you. Even if it breaks us up, I would rather you be better than for you to be um, at a lacking sense. And I, I think that that is so awesome. What do you think about that, sis? Um, I agree. Um, when I saw the picture myself, I I know I called you and told you, you know, I could see, you know, where you came from. You came from love, and I saw that. 
And to me, it, it, the picture itself was powerful. You know, in, in this day and age, it's sad that marriage is not what it used to be. You know, um, people are marrying for status. They're not marrying for love. And to see two people like your parents, the look in their eyes and that picture alone spoke volumes of love, and you can tell that they have a connection and it's deep. And that's that's something that I personally will, you know, I want that more than anything, that connection, that, that um, you know, just to look in someone's eyes and feel their love radiating to you and you're radiating that love right back to them. So absolutely I agree that we all got, you know, if, if we can just take a picture and show that, that same love that's radiating within and it's radiating outward, the more we do that, you know, with, with each other's couples and we uplift our men and we don't, you know, talk down to them, but we show encouragement and we, you know, let that man know that regardless of what you're going through, I got you, I got your back. And the more you do that to that man, he's going to appreciate you. He's going to love you. He's going to know that in the midst of the storm, she got my back. She gonna be, she's with me to the end. You know, a lot of people put relationships based off money, based off status, based off who got what. At the end of the day, they're just things. But the strongest thing that you can have is love. Yes, it's nice to have things. It's nice to have goals. And, and But it's better when you accomplish it together. When you come together, that's more powerful. And that's just the way I see it. You know, I totally, totally agree. Um, you know, I remember, you know, I used to be um, really big in the church. Um, I used to be a really, really, um, one of my mentors that I never even met before was Juanita Bynum. And a lot of people gave Juanita Bynum a lot of flack because of the fact that her marriage didn't last. She had wrote marriage books. She had had, I think I put it on my goddess page. And for those of you who are listening who are from the Goddess Central um, on Facebook, Empowering Women, Mind, Body, and Soul, I want to say welcome, sisters. Um, get you um, some wine and relax. I just want to give a shout-out to my goddesses. But um, Juanita Bynum was um, ridiculed because her marriage didn't last, and she had a prophetic word, a mission to tell women, you know, to invite men in that, you know, maybe they are being depreciated um, depreciated in society, and they are not – you know, able to do what we, you know, what men used to do because the time has changed. Um, But with that, you know, she says, it was a a quote that she would always say from Proverbs. She would say, a wise woman buildeth her house. I love how she said that. A wise woman buildeth her house and a fool plucketh it down with their hands. And she always would say that. And, um, you know, as women, you know, as much power that we have right now, this is the age of the goddess. This is the age of us being enlightened and knowing who we are and not being afraid to take um, Wall Street by storm and take the law the law offices by storm and to be the greatest doctors that have ever lived and for us to be um, united with each other and not fight and regardless of what love and hip-hop shows and regardless of what um, 
you know, everything in in the media is telling us to be, you know, we can come together on one accord and we can be um, successful uh, regardless of what everything is showing. What we need to realize is that it's going to take us as women to come together as one to build each other up to be the greatest that we can be. And then if you have a mate, build your mate up. Speak life into him. Help him be what God has called him to be because there was a time where they had to do that for us. Now we're in the time that we have to do that for them. Speak those things that is not as though they were. Be um, awesome, awesome manifestators, you know, and it manifestors, sorry. And it's just so awesome, you know, that um, we have the group on Facebook for those of you who are listening who are not a part of Goddess Central Empowering Women, Mind, Body, and Soul. Chandra and I um, are. Um, administrators and um, our creators and help to build up that group, um, Goddess Central, Empowering Women, Mind, Body, and Soul. There's a lot of different Goddess Centrals, but with that, we're all connected. Like um, one of the administrators of the Goddess group um, came to me and said, we should have a Goddess Central, you know. We should come together. So, you know, we're all connected, but um, this group, Oh, my goodness, there's so much power in this group. Sometimes I click on it. I don't have time for nothing else on Facebook. But it's time for us women to not only encourage one another to be the best that we could be because sometimes we look at ourselves and we look at, oh, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not cute enough, I'm not great enough, I'm not awesome enough, I can't do this. Some girl said that she could do this in the bedroom. I can't. I ain't never did that before because I ain't never been there. And if I have, I feel so low for doing some of the things that I've done in my past that now I hinder myself from meeting the man that God has called me to be. We need to come together. There's a together that needs to happen. And I hear you. I can hear you. I can feel you saying, uh, Brandy, open up the mic. Let me talk. So go ahead, girl. I know you got something to say on that. No, um, absolutely. You know, you're, what I, me and my coworker was just talking about that today, and I told her, I said, sometimes, you know, in life, we got to start giving people our power. We got to start, you know, speaking life over ourselves. We got to start saying the things that we believe within ourselves. You got to look in that mirror and, and tell that mirror who you are. You know, you got to, to pull that strength from somewhere within, and you got to know Deep down inside, I am beautiful, I'm powerful, I'm successful, and you got to believe that and you got to walk it. I don't care if you got $20 in your pocket and that's all you got in your account, but in your, your mindset is what sets the stage. You are a manifester. And if you keep speaking life over yourself, those things can come to pass. And I'm, I'm, speaking, from, I'm speaking from love. You know, I, I, I am a manifester. I am a co-creator. You know, I believe that. You know, it, it's greater. The Bible said that greater is He who is within thee than He who is in the world. So if God is within me, and I'm a child of God, and I deserve everything that I, I'm abundant. So I speak to myself. I am abundant. I live a life of abundance. I deserve everything that I dream of. I can be a CEO. I can be a lawyer. I can be a doctor. I saw myself becoming a massage therapist. Guess what? I went to school and I became that because I saw that in myself. I believed in myself to do it. 
Nobody can keep you from your goals. When you get that fire in your veins where you can't sit down, you can't sit still, and you feel that building and building, go after your dream. Don't let no man, no woman, nobody take that from you. That is your power. And you know what? You don't know what God has for you until you step out on that faith. And that's what keeps me going every day, faith, that first step, that little step. I don't know where I'm going, but guess what? I believe enough to know that I'm going to, you know, I'm going somewhere. There's a path for me. And as long as you believe in yourself and that path, go after it. Even in relationships, you know, if, if someone has a dream, your man has a dream. Regardless if you feel it ain't, oh, it ain't it, I don't really believe in it. But that man believes in it. So you got to encourage him, you know what, baby, I'm going to support you in your dream. Because regardless of what, that's not your dream, that's his dream. And I believe that when two people can come together, they have a vision, they see it together, and you see what he sees, you try to see his vision. Believe in that man enough to, to do it together, come together. And then even as women, as friends and sisters, we got to pray over each other, we got to uplift each other. That's why I'm grateful to Brandy because she know when I lose my mind and I'm going through my moments and I'm like, Lord, I don't know what's going on right now. This woman has uplifted me. This woman, when I when I was defeated, she was the one that said, Chandra, you got to speak your power. And, you know, you need friends like that. You need friends to be that backbone to help you uplift yourself when days you just don't even feel like getting out of the bed and, and praying. But you got to have that friend that's going to lift their voice up and say, yo, get it together. Come on, I believe in you. And that's what got me up, and I just started calling it out for what it is. You know what? I am. And that's the most powerful word that you could ever say about yourself, I am. And once you release that, it has to come to pass. It's too powerful. So, you know, you got to believe in yourself. you got to believe in your dreams. You, you know, speak life of yourself. She, it's, it's just too, you know, we belittle ourselves, and we don't give ourselves enough credit as women. We are more than our bodies. Our mind is, is, is the most intelligent and most powerful thing. You know, going back to the days of Cleopatra, it wasn't Cleopatra's beauty that captured the men. It was her mind. That woman was intelligent and brilliant. That's why these men was crazy about her. She wasn't the most beautiful woman. It was her mind. And that's what we got to start doing. Your body is only going to get you so far in the world, but that mind goes a long way, seriously. Well, you better say that. Like, I'm sitting up here. I was like, I need to get out my prayer shawl for real. I was ready to go. and <laughs> I was ready to uh, go in prayer, like, right then and there when you said that. Girl. And you said, girl, let me tell you something. Like, um, Oh, God, I just I started crying. I got tears in my eyes because you, you don't understand how you helped me, man. When I was defeated this last week, you know, I was defeated. And it was like you – was that I felt like you had your armor on, you know what I'm saying? I felt like, my, you know, you had your sword, you had that armor, and you was like, I'm not letting my – it was like we were in battle, and I fell down. And you was like, no, nah, my girl ain't going down today. My girl going to stand. And, right. you know, and that's when, you know, the the, the Bible is, is – you know, it made me think of King David. You know, you had me thinking of – you know, Goliath and King David, you know, you was the, you know, you was like, nah, we're going to slingshot this, this Goliath. We ain't going to go down, you know, we're going to handle this. And, you know, I need somebody like that. We need friends like that. And that's why I'm like, Lord, I thank you 
you know, just for having that kind of friend in my life because everybody call you a friend, you can, you know, just like someone put on Facebook, when a dog does wrong, a dog put his head down, but a snicker look you right in your eyes and strike you too. So, you know, it's, it's, I'm blessed to have true friends, not snakes, but a real friend who is a lioness like me can, can get that fire in her veins and just start speaking that word and just get that that fire back in me. And I'm just, you know, I got back up, dusted myself off, and I was like, let me put my armor on because we're going to speak this thing today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm just blessed to have you as a friend. And that that alone shows me that as women, we got to be stronger. We got to do better. You know. You know, and you know what, girl? Let me tell you something. When you call, well, first of all, um, I was on my way to work, and I remember you popped in my head, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to call her. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, because um, it's not just women who listen to this show, it's also our men, and I am definitely an uplifter of uh, women and men coming together as one on one accord. Um, I believe that where there is a conscious thought and um, an idea, an idea is very contagious. And with that idea, you take it and you push it forth with your law of vibration. You know, let's talk about that real quick. Law of attraction, law of vibration, because I think that that's something that we have to actualize and actually understand in order for us to move forward with our destiny and the call that is on our lives. You know, it's not just about thinking it and speaking it into existence. It's also about the passion and the emotion and the feeling behind what you are actualizing or what you are what your intention is. You know, your intention like I need this to happen. God, if this don't happen right now, I don't know what's gonna happen to me, my family, the things that are happening around me and what Chandra said earlier, faith. Faith, um, the definition of faith to me is something awesome um, that is in the the Christian Bible, um, and it is faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So, you know, you have to believe in the, the unknown. Like a lot of us, you know, we're wondering, God, where are you in the midst of my finances? Why are you why are you hiding yourself from me? God, where are you at in the midst of my love life? My relationship is on the on on the box. I am single right now and you know what? I could really use a bicep or a tricep or an ab in my bed right now. I could really use somebody to rub on my back and tell me in the midst of my trouble that I am okay, that I am going to be awesome, that I am going to be great, I am going to be magnificent, and there's something about the yin and the yang, the man and the woman. And I'm not talking about what you were born naturally as, because there are a lot of people who don't really feel as if they are male or female, what they were birthed at. But whatever your spirit is saying, you need a yin and a yang. You need that support. You need that um, that. Uh, I want to use an old school term right now because my spirit right now is kind of feeling like what my godmother and my grandmothers and my great aunties would say. Like you need um, that diamond in the rough. You need somebody who is going to be there for you. And we need to be connected. We need um, each other. We need each other to push forth like 
it's nothing like when you got two people who are on one accord, who have that passion, that desire. You've already been thinking in your mind. You've been speaking into existence, and now you need the fire um, beneath you to push that emotion, energy, e. And and emotion is energy and in motion. You need the fire, the desire, that presence within you that says, I don't care what it's going to take. I'm going to make it happen. That's what we're lacking right now. Our society has um, dumbed down emotion as if, oh, you're sensitive, you're emo, you are not. Um, able, you're not supposed to be able to feel anything. If you have feelings, you are weak and you are sensitive and you are not. Like I have to, let me tell you something. I have to take Brandy myself to the side and realize that I am a sensitive being. I am sensitive. I feel energies. I can feel when people don't like me. I can feel when people do love me. I can feel if if I am intimate with somebody and I'm able to connect with that person, I can feel that. And I can manifest whatever it is that I want to because of my sensitivity. And ladies and gentlemen, we have to stop downplaying our feelings, like, what? what is that? I'm, I'm confused on why we feel the need to, um, oh, I, I can't feel anything. I'm, I, I, I'm cool. Like, we always say, I'm cool. Cool means that you don't feel nothing, that you are, the breeze is blowing. But there's something down in your belly that is kicking and roaring, and you are trying to figure out what it is. You want something that is on the inside of you. There is something that is pressuring your belly. Have you ever had that feeling, Chandra, in down on the inside of you when you, like, you want something so bad? I call it go, go, go. That's what me and my friends call it, that go, go, go factor, where it's like I cannot stop until I manifest it. I get what I need. We need to get that fire back as men and women. Absolutely. I, I've been that way. You know, when you set your heart and soul on something, like when I saw my dream home, girl, I went in that house and I walked through that house. And I, from the moment I walked in that house, I said, this is my house. I didn't care if somebody else wanted to buy it, but you can buy what you want, but this right here is mine. And I feel that the more that you get that fire in your veins and you feel that thing and you see it, oh, it, it's coming. But you got to, you got to, <laughs> you got to call it. You got to feel it. I mean, like it gets to a point where that fire is so strong that you can't even see straight. You know, you're just like, I don't care what I have to do, but I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna, it's gonna be mine because that's that's oof. I, I'm telling you, it was that strong to me. I went in the bathroom, shut that door, and I claimed it. I claimed every part of that house from the from the kitchen to the, the decorating, how it looked on the inside, the type of furniture I wanted in there, the, what type of vehicle I wanted in the garage. I was telling God, hey, this is the type of, I ain't paying nothing. I, it's zero down. This house is paid for. And when I come in this house, it's going to have brand new this. And br- I'm telling, I'm speaking everything that I want. And when you do that and you constantly say it and you say it and you say it and you put that power in there and you believe that that's yours, it's a done deal. But we, you have to have that power. You've got to have that passion. It's got to go to where your toe, you feel it in your toes. You feel it in your scalp. You feel it all through your body. It's like you, 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 you get goosebumps all over you because you feel it so strong. 
You know, it's just like when someone, when you love somebody, and when you love that person so deep, it becomes another part of you. That's how you got to be about your passion, what you love so much, what you want. You got to feel it. You got to love it. You got to want it to the point, you know, I don't want to say you become psychotic about it or you come obsessed, but you got to be, you know, to a point where you ain't giving up. There is no give up. There is no I quit. It's going to be mine or else. That's the, that's the point you got to get to. I what? I totally, I totally, totally agree. And you know what, though? You know, it takes um, more than one conscious thought and more than one person feeling passionate. But when you come together on one accord and you realize the vision and you realize what it is that needs to take place, I don't care if you're in a friendship. I don't care if you're in a goddess group. I don't care if you're in a marriage. You know, companionship is companionship, point blank in the period. So with that, you've got to come together. Like, it's it's one thing. Have you ever – I'm going to give you an example. You know, I love my examples. Um, so, have you ever been in a crisis where you're sitting there and you're trying to figure out how some stuff is going to play out, how it's going to work out, how it's going to manifest, and you don't quote the scriptures, you know, they who wait upon the Lord, you know, he shall renew their strength and their wings will be mounted up as eagles, you know, and you're saying, you know, those who wait upon the Lord now faith as the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, where two or three are gathered together in his name, there he is in the mess. You know, with that, um, you know, there is a um, a healing that takes place when you are on one accord with more than one person. And have you ever, like, been studying those scriptures or studying, even if you're not Christian, because this is not a Christian show. That's just my foundation. I had to have a foundation in order for me to be where I'm at now. But even if you are Islamic, even if you are um, Muslim, even if you are a seven-day Adventist, even if you are, you know, it is something where two or three are gathered together and with one commonality, with one conscious thought, and when you have that emotion behind it and you're really believing that this thing is getting ready to take place and getting ready to, to blast off, honey, let me tell you something. Um, and one thing I realized is that I've been in a time where I was like, well, I'm supposed to separate myself from people. <sighs> you know, and there is a time where, you know, you have just like on in the tarot, the tarot cards, I am a, uh, a reader. But, you know, like the hermit card where you're kind of by yourself and you are alone, there is a time where you have to do some self-reflection. I'm not talking about that time, though. I'm talking about when you need to be connecting with people and you need to have um, – the, the two or three or four or five or a thousand or a multitude, and you kind of isolating yourself because you're afraid of what is to happen and, oh, I'm so scared. If I have faith and it don't happen, then it's going to devastate me. Oh, my goodness, I'm so scared. And I've been at that place a million, trillion times, and I've isolated myself from people, but it wasn't up until the – it wasn't until I – moved out of my own way. I said, it's not, this life ain't, this isn't just about me. I have people who are part of my soul group. There are people who are connected to my life. There are people who are here 
to um, encourage me and vice versa. There are people who can see on the outside when I can't see on the inside because a lot of times we can never see for ourselves. And you have that person around you. And you're, you know, I don't feel like connecting. I just feel like going to bed. I just feel like putting the covers over my head. I just feel like, you know what, I don't feel like being around people. When you feel like that and you know that you have spent enough time by yourself, it is time for you to raise up, call somebody. Sometimes, like, you're in a time, let me say this, there's been some times in my life where I've called on people um, trying to avoid myself trying to avoid my own feelings, trying to be nosy into other people's lives because it's always easier to help other people than it is myself. But when you've helped yourself, I'm talking about at the place where you have helped yourself. You have been praying. You have, you have everything that you've ever learned, you've tried to utilize it. And now it's time for you to reach out to somebody. Now, have you ever um, had the issue where you – could not get the answer to your own prayers until you reached out to somebody else and began to help them. That's when I realized my purpose. (laughs) I realized my purpose when I realized that it took more than myself. You know, and some of the things that I've been through are jewels. You know, some of the, like, I didn't always feel beautiful. I didn't always feel like I had it going on that my curves was the bomb or is the bomb. Or I didn't always feel like that. I didn't always look in the mirror and say, Brandy, you are the best thing that ever came onto this earth, and whoever don't accept you just don't accept you because you are a blessing. I didn't always feel that way. I, I can relate to that. You know, when you – we all have our, you know, shortcomings, low self-esteem, insecurities, and things like that. And I realized recently that, you know, I was on my way to work. And, you know, I had, I'm had i old school, so, you know, sometimes when you're going through stuff and you can't see, you know, my problem is, and I could say this about myself, I like to be in control. I like to know what's going to happen because I'm a visual person. You know, I want to be prepared. I want to be able to react. I want to be able to, you know, to, you know to, if I can change it, I want to change it. But, you know, one thing about that when you tell me you got that foundation, because, you know, if you ain't got no foundation, you just willing in the wind. And, you know, I'm not as willing in the wind in person. I'm like a brick. I like foundation. I want to be solid. So what I've learned is that with God, and he, you know, when I'm going through it, and I want to control things, and, I, I, you know, sometimes just like Yolanda Adams said in the song, Step Aside, you got to move your pride out of the way. You got to step aside and let what's going to happen happen. Sometimes we involve, we get so much involved in our stuff that we mess up what the blessing could be. And sometimes you just need to sit down, like some of the old school say, sit down somewhere and let things happen, let go and let God. And then sometimes in the midst of your storm, you could bless somebody else. And I've learned that. Even though I'm the one hurting, I'm crying, I don't know what, what, what tomorrow's going to bring. I don't know, you know, how my situation's going to end. But to be able to bless somebody else, to me, that's priceless. I feel like, you know what, yeah, I'm going through this, but if I could bless somebody else, guess what? That's going to double my blessing. I'm not looking for nothing in return. I'm doing it out of the kindness of my heart. I'm doing it because this person needs me. And when we step aside and get out our own way and just let, you know, the universe do what it does, and, you know, it's already done. It's already handled. And if we can just chill out, relax, and focus on other things and focus, just stay positive, just know it's all being worked out, have faith and trust, that's the word, trust and believe. 
once we do that, everything else is it just falls in place. You know, like law of attraction, it's all it's going to fall in place. But you just sometimes you attract things that sometimes you attract negativity because you're stuck in this negative state. You spoke negativity, so negativity comes. But when you stay in a positive mindset, positive state, then you attract positive things. You attract great things. And then next thing you know, good things just start happening. It becomes a domino effect, and you can't help but look up and say, you know what, you know, I look to the hills from where it's come by help. And you just can't do nothing but smile and look back and say, you know what, I was stressing out for what? I done put my body, my mind, hair falling out, got gray hair for what? I'm losing sleep, and I'm doing all this boo-hoo, woe is me, pity party, for what? And it really wasn't that serious. So, you know, I can relate to that. You know, we lose ourselves in, in, in the midst of everything. And, girl, you you preaching today. Let me just stop. You preaching today. Well, I'm just... You know, I'm thankful um, along the journey for just like the sisters that I've met um, because, you know, I've been, you know, like I said, I didn't always feel the prettiest. I didn't always feel like I was the bomb. I didn't always feel like, you know, if you ain't looking at these curves and you ain't looking, honey, like you ain't ready. Like, you know, I didn't always feel that confident and I didn't always feel that way. but there were women along my journey um, that definitely empowered me, which is very, very interesting, might I add you, because my mother died when I was four years old. You know, and, you know, you would think because I was raised around all men, all of, you know, all of my life, you know, my father and my brothers, you know, um, that I would be more geared towards men, which I do, you know, enjoy the company of, of my, you know, my feather, my fellow brethren, brethren, you know, but, you know, it's something about when us women get on one accord, you know, and we start to speak those things that are not necessarily wrong, we begin to believe them. I believe that there's something that happens. Um, with that, I want to um, change the topic over because um, today is the new moon, and this is the day of manifestation. This is the day of um, of energies, I mean, like anything that you want to sow and reap, today is the day, you know, and a lot of people don't understand the universe. Like, you know, it's not just about waking up and going to work every day and and looking at the, the, the green grass. I mean, green grass is beautiful, but what can you contribute to the universe and to the earth in order to make it better? Are you a light worker or are you not? Are you somebody that is ready um, to make this world better, to bring love and light? Because let me tell you something. This is something that I learned. I All of my life I've been surrounded by people who have um, – said, oh, Brandy, your sensitivity is too much. All my life, especially because I grew up around men, you know, it's like, what in the hell? Like, she crying all the time, you know. And, I mean, but, you know, is she worried about every damn thing? <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I always had to deal with that. So I thought it was a bad thing. I thought, oh, my gosh, like, if I show too much feeling, if I tell this man that I care about him, even if he don't know how to care about me, if I tell him that I care about him first, then that will be a problem. i got to hide how I feel. i got to have this blockage up. And, it, and I'm going to say that it is good to have um, 
armor. It is very good for you to be able to have like a defense mechanism just in the event because you got to take care of yourself and, you know, your heart is vulnerable, you know, so you have to be able to um, guard your heart. You know, that's what the Bible says even. You know, it's my foundation. I'm not saying the Bible is key. I'm not saying it's an awesome story, you know, and I think that there's a lot of great jewels in it, you know what I mean, even if you don't believe in the Bible, just, you know. But with that, one thing I had to realize is that my sensitivity is not the problem. The fact that I care, why is it? Why do people keep saying to me, I am too nice? You're being too nice. You are too nice. You are this, you are that. I've been in relationships where people told me that I love, I, you love harder than I love. Like, I love you, but you seem like you love harder than I love. And I thought that that was a problem. And that was the greatest gift that God could have possibly ever put inside of my belly was the fact that I love that daggone hard. And I thought that it was a problem. So when I would get with people, I'm like, you know what? And this was up until recently. I still got this problem. I'm still working on it. I'm just going to put myself out there because, you know what? You know, you can't be healed if you don't leave it exposed. Um, You know, I have an issue sometimes with showing my feelings and telling a person how I feel and how I really feel because if they don't feel the same way, then I may feel some type of way. But what if... Let's just say, what if you were called here on this earth at this particular time in your life, um, called to a people, um, you're called like um, in the Old Testament, you know, in the Bible, because that's my foundation, um, Isaiah and Ezekiel and um, Elijah and Elisha, and you're called here Habakkuk, and you're called here like um Zachariah, and you're called here with a great purpose in order to fulfill love into this earth. Like, what if that's what your calling is? What if that's you, right? And nine times out of ten, if you listen to the show, that's your calling, being all the way honest. And you're called here, and everybody who's ever met you always said that you love too much, it was too much, it was too much, you're too much, you're too much, you're too much. So now you're dulling yourself down. What if the very people that you have around you need that love, they may not understand it as they are getting it or they may not understand it when they are receiving it, and maybe it takes you to walk away and to go to another journey and a new opportunity for them to realize, because you know they always say you don't know what you got until it's gone. What if you're called here to send out light and love? And what if you're here and God knows that you're going to be heartbroken? You're, the pain that is on the inside of your belly, it hurts so bad when somebody tells you, I don't love you the way you love me. Oh, my God, that is the worst feeling. You feel embarrassed. You feel all different types of ways. But what if you're called here for that? And what if every time you go out here and you keep going through that and and it, it is making you stronger than what you were before and you calling yourself, oh, I'm not going to love no more. I'm going to back up from this because, it's too, you know, I'm always too much. I'm just going to back up. And what if... God needs you to be who you are so he can groom you or she can groom you because I believe that God is both male and female, both entities, both spirit, uh, female and male, both feminine and masculine. I'm not saying that God is a woman or a man. I'm just saying the, the entity, the spirit is of one. We are likened into the image of that who created us, male and female, masculine and feminine. What if... You were called here with a purpose 
to send love out and to help people who don't understand love. Because if you look at this world, honey, ain't too much love going around. I'm just being all the way honest, all the way real, all the way true. Who people don't love? Like if you have, if you have a loving heart, people be like you too nice. If you give, even if a person is homeless and you walk up on them and you give them a hundred dollar bill, they don't look at you and be like you crazy for real. Because I'm about to go out here, I'm about to do my thing. You know what I'm saying? People are not a loving. We're not living amongst a loving people. And if your heart is like that, maybe you meant to love. And every time you go through a hurt and it hurts and you sitting up there and you're like. Oh God, I don't want to go through this again. And then you open up yourself up again. Oh God, I'm going. To, I want to fulfill my purpose. I want to fulfill my destiny. I want to be all that I can be in this earth. And then you get into another situation, and somebody betrays you and hurts you. And then you wonder, why do I keep going through this? Why not you? Why not? It, it made you stronger the last time, didn't it? Don't hurt as much this time that it did before, does it? Well, you know the saying. You know, if it doesn't kill you, it only makes you stronger. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's it's like, like I was told I forgive too easily. Well, I'll be that. I'm sensitive, you know, things upset me. I'm emotional. Um, I I'm the, I have a big heart. You know, I, I try to see the good in everybody. I believe in giving second chances, third chances, fourth chances, you know, till you prove, you know, I'm the kind of person when someone shows you who they are, believe them. But I'm also the kind of person, you know, maybe that person just had an off day. You know what I'm saying? I try to give you so many chances. Some people say I'm a fool. I'll be that too. But the one thing that I've learned is that love and forgiveness is is a very powerful and wonderful thing to have. Because when you release love and you release forgiveness, that elevates you to a whole nother level. A lot of people go through life and carry things, uh, grudges from pe- from from years and years, and it's, to me, it festers. And the more you let this thing fester, it eats you from the inside out. Why not just go ahead and forgive that person? Not only you're not doing it to to be, to say, oh, you know, I'm just going to forgive you. It's not for you. You know, it's not for them. It's for you. And when you release that and you Say, I forgive, and you come and you're doing it in a loving way. You bring love to yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that because guess what? This world is full of lust. This world don't even, I don't even know if love, you know, yeah, we love our kids. Yeah, we love our significant others, and we love one another. And I, I love Brandy. That's my sister. But I'm talking about unconditional love. I'm talking about that love that when you when you wake up in the morning, you just smile. That love when you eating your favorite meal, you know, that love that you feel when you're eating Thanksgiving and somebody made your favorite meal, you know, love when you look at that, that baby, when it looks, the mother looks at that child for the first time. That's the t- unconditional love. It's something that we need to spread. And it's sad because you have people in this world that have so much to give, but fear is winning. They're scared to love. They're scared to give their all. And it's, not, it's like, what are you afraid of? There's no such thing as fear. Period. The word said, God did not give you the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. We don't know what fear is till man told us fear. So you got to fight that fear and, and reach out, even if you don't want to do it. You know, you're going to love without you even knowing that you're loving. Sometimes people, you can have your heart so wrapped up with, with, with chains, and it only takes one person to, to show you 
that you are lovable, that you you need love. And the more they keep working on you, working on you, pretty soon that chain falls down. And we got to realize that everybody, man, woman, you know, we need that love. It, it's nothing wrong with that. You're put here to heal. You're put here. It's not about you. It's selflessness. And the more you tap into that, the stronger you get. And then pretty soon you're giving love to people. Just smile at somebody. They may be having a bad day. They could have been contemplating suicide. They could be depressed. Just smile or just saying, you know what, you look great today. You're beautiful. A compliment, something so simple coming from a place of love could really make somebody day. And we don't realize how powerful love is. You know, we don't realize what we carry within us that want that beating heart, that 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 organ is the most powerful weapon that we have. So, you know, Brandy, you <laughs> girl, you be you know, I understand completely where you're coming from on that. You know, I you know let me tell you something, honey. Um I have gone around and I have hated myself for too long. I am so tired of being the first person to crack a joke about myself. I am so tired of being the first person who has something negative to say about myself because I'm so afraid of what somebody else is going to already think when it's my perception. It's from my point of view that they're already thinking something negative about me because I'm already thinking something negative about myself. You feel what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, what we're doing is we are taking other people's perceptions. We are taking what we think is their perception because we don't know what they're going to say. Have you ever – I, you I, I was pretty much made up in right, your mind what somebody's right. thinking about you, and they ain't even said a word. They just looked at you, you know. Right. And we're beating our, we already judged. Our, no, let me say it like this: we have already took ourselves to court. We already cross-examined, prosecuted. We already sent ourselves to jail, and the first, and we haven't even started court yet. We already, you know, judged ourselves to the point where you know you you got to stop. You know, you, you're making, you know, we have already killed ourselves before we even began. That person could be scratching their head. We don't know what people think. We got to get to a point. I used to be, a, I was a people pleaser. I, did I still that. am sometimes. I wanted to, you know, my mom was ne- wasn't really around a lot. She was in the military. So I wanted to be this, this perfect daughter. I wanted my mom to see me in this light. I wanted to be... You know, I was killing myself trying to be something that I really wasn't. You know, they told me, oh, you're going to go up and you're going to be a nurse. And I'm going along with it, knowing deep down inside, if I see blood, I'm going to pass out and faint on the floor. But because that's what y'all want me to do, I'm going to do it because I wanted to please my family. I wanted to get their approval. But you know what? I'm to a point in my life, I don't give a hot hootin' nanny what you think, what you want me to do. I don't care, you know, I'm a... I'm just going to keep it real. Out of everybody in my family, I've always been the black sheep. I've always been the oddball. I've never fit in, never. I've always been a loner, even in school. I never fit what everybody would think that most, you know, the popular girl. I wasn't the popular girl. Hell, I probably, I don't even know where I fit in because I didn't try to, you know, figure it out. But at the end of the day, when I got past the, they got to get my family's approval, and i got to meet their expectations, and i got to, you know, I'm tweaking and, and killing myself to, to meet, even in relationships, I'm trying to meet a man's expectations. I'm trying, I'm turning myself inside out, becoming a pretzel for a man. And when I woke up one day, 
and realize this man can come and go, and I'm still not who I really am. I'm a fake. I'm not even real. I'm, I'm living a false identity life because I wasn't my true self. But when I learned to tap into the woman that I really am, and I had to really realize when people are telling you you're beautiful, you're, you know, oh, my God, you're just amazing. And I couldn't even see, I couldn't even receive those things that they were saying to me because I couldn't believe it. I didn't even believe those things about myself. It was other people that saw the light in me. I didn't even see light in me. I saw darkness in me. I saw a girl who people said was, oh, you look anorexic because you're too petite. Oh, you're, you know, your hair ain't all that. Just because it's down your back, it's probably weed. Or, you know, you're just not good enough, you know. Oh, well, maybe if you uh, change up a little bit. Or if you wear dresses more, you know, maybe, you know, and it was just, I got tired of that. At the end of the day, I'm comfortable in sweatpants and tennis shoes. If I want to rock a sports bra, some yoga pants, I'm happy. Who cares if you think I need to eat more? You know what? That's your opinion, but I care about me. So now when I look in that mirror, I don't, you know, I'm like you, Brady, you butt naked coming out of the shower. When I look in that mirror and I see this beautiful woman looking back, I'm happy. I don't care if I have, you know, stretch bars. I had kids. So what? I look in the mirror now, I don't care what anybody thinks of me. I'm proud of what I think of me. I live my life now to, Lord, how do you see me? That's just how I live. You know, when I smile, I'm thinking about, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a queen. I'm a goddess. I'm a sensual woman. You know, I feel things. I'm emotional. I am what I am. Either you take it or you leave it. I am happy with me. I have finally become my true self, and I love her. And when you look in that mirror and you say, I love you, I love you. And the more you tell yourself, I love you, you become that. I'm a passionate woman. I'm fiery. Yes, I like the, you know, yes, I have sexual, you know, I, I'm, I, shoot, I read romance novels, you know, I'm very creative in the sexual department on that part, but, you know, you have to learn who you are as a woman from the inside out. You got to know what you like, what you don't like. Um, we're always running, you know, we don't, I don't even want to say we reinvent ourselves, we evolve. You you evolve, and you continue to evolve, and you continue to grow, and you don't stop. And one day you're going to wake up and realize things that you've done 18 and 20, when you get to 30 and 40, is different. And you become, yeah. Let me say this. You know, have you ever, Sandra, have you ever played the, the mirror game where you look at yourself in the mirror and you identify yourself and then you take the mirror and you give it to someone else and you're standing right by them and they have the mirror reflected on you and they tell you what it is that you, what, what they think of you. I was a communication major at Central State University for God for Central State. Yes, I'm a Centralian, Central State University in Howells, Little Force, Ohio. And um, when I took communication classes, I was, um, my concentration was, um, was um, journalism, but my focus, honestly, was like all everything. I was in the radio, I was in TV, I'm on a TV show, but my, my focus was journalism. But you had to take your core classes before you took, like, your um, your concentration. And the core classes taught you about communication. One thing we took was speech communication and how sometimes what we perceive as you know, this is who I am and this is what other people think that I am. 
when they really get to speak and tell you what their perception is, it's ten times different. I've, I've tested this theory a hundred times because this is my major. This is what I did in college. I tested that theory a hundred times. Every time a person had a perception of what it was that they thought that they were, and then someone else came in who wasn't even in the room when they told themselves who they were, someone else came in and basically um, and, you know, when you're telling yourself, you want to, especially in front of people, you want to say, I am the greatest that I've ever been. I am awesome. I am magnificent. I am, you know, I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. Because you want people to think that you have the highest esteem of yourself. Unless you're something that's very, very low, you know, then you don't want people to know that you think highly of yourself. That's a whole other thing. But, you know, when you're in front of people, you want to say, I am great. I'm awesome. But it was so crazy that when we tested this theory out, because there's a lot of research when it comes to communications. And with the FCC, what's on the radio and what is um, articulated to us as far as media, as far as what you see, what you hear, what you think, you know, what's out there, what, why you're wearing the clothes that you're wearing, it's all based off of the people who they are monitoring. monitoring. And they do these surveys sometimes of people. You think that you're doing a survey off of, oh, what's your favorite color? And, you know, all these little tests that are online. Some of those tests are designed because they know that people are going to take them. They're designed in order to get a um, an opinion, a, quanti- a quantitative thought, and a, qual- a qualitative and a quantitative thought perception, a research, a uh, analysis of what people think that they are. That's how they come up with some of these tests, and people be thinking, like, oh, these tests came out the blue. No, they're set up, and it's so funny that they always meet everybody that's on Facebook. Everybody's taking the test, you know, and it's kind of telling you who you are. You know, what we perceive and what we think, and, you know, I know just in the black community alone, because I am a black African-American woman, that some of the things that we are perceived are based on the things that we think about ourselves. The things that we think about ourselves are being given to us. It's not that they're giving it to us and they're painting a picture. That's a, that's a word right there. Somebody need to write this down. This hot off the press from Holy Ghost. I'm just saying. Um sometimes what I'm just I'm just I'm just saying it like it is because I just felt that in my spirit. I said, Hey, that was a word right there. I need to write this down. Okay. Somebody take this. Let me tell you something. What it is is not oh they're trying to give us an identity, you know are, you know, socially, this is what is acceptable, what they are basing there, because the FCC is huge. It's bigger than the FBI, bigger than the CIA. Can you think about it? Everything that we do is regulated by the FCC. <laughs> what we have on our ear, we're talking on the phone, from the Internet to the TV that we, that we um, took from the CDs and iTunes and um, Google Play, and in all of this, it's all based off of FCC regulated, regulated. And, but it's based off of what we are asking for. We are asking that for, I can only speak for the black community, that our skin be lighter. We are asking for that our hair is straighter and, 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 and not as kinky. We are asking for it, but if you notice, there's been a change in what we're asking for. A lot more girls, a lot more uh, uh, are natural now. A lot more girls are doing as makeup as they used to. A lot of girls are not doing these things. And as a result, have you looked at the products that are on the counters and, and, and 
you know, at Walmart and are at, you know, um, the, the hair world, I don't know, hair beauty, beauty supply places, have you realized the products are all geared towards natural because that's what we're asking for. What we receive is what we're asking for. The FCC regulates us based off of what we're asking for. So when we're talking about self-hate and not loving ourselves, and, not, and this is hot off the press, this is God right here because I'm telling you, I didn't realize this until right now. Let me tell you something. What is given to us is what we want. We got to change what we want. And if we we got to change what we're putting out there. Be careful what you ask for because you're going to get it. So that's why we got to be careful with our words because out of the mouth seems like the death. Right. And I want to do do this really quickly. I have a sister on the line. Um, She's on here right now. She's been on here listening. I've been trying to get her wrapped up. Like, I feel like um, at a Mayweather site, like Mayweather and Pacquiao, or like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I got her. I got her uh, wrapped up right here. I got, like, I got my hands on her shoulders. I then gave her, like, the, um, you know, like, they give them, like, the, um, what do you call that stuff? The, you know, where they wake them up a little bit. You know, the ammonia, you're waking them up, you got the water on them, and you come on some go, DJ, that's my DJ. Go, DJ. You know, you wrap them up. I feel like I got my girl sitting over here, Natalie Brown. Uh, graduate graduate of Central State University. Um, she can tell you who who she is. She is um, a part of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. She is a beast. She is spiritually the bomb. She is all of that in one. I want to introduce her to Goddess Central. What's going on, girl? Hey, 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 everybody. Hey, Matt, you on the show, girl. Remember when we were doing this back in 2008? And we back and we doing it. Hey, uh, I need to make a, a song off of that. Go ahead, though. Conversation. I think that, and it's, it's a right on time topic. I feel like uh, I just got finished reading this book called The Mastery of Love, and uh, it talks about domestication how we as a people have been domesticated to uh, this world, basically. And um, we have to be undomesticated. We have to figure out, just like you guys are saying, what we like and what we don't like. We have to reprogram ourselves and figure out if we're living in fear or if we're living in love. And I think it's just in the books it talks about living in those two paradigms. Either we're living in fear or we're living in love. And fear has so many things underneath that umbrella. It has so many things that hold us back and so many different emotions, so many different things that we don't even think that it's fear and when it boils down to it, it's fear. And so um, it's just amazing that we got to choose which course we're going to go in. And one thing about loving ourselves, you know, the word says that we love the Lord that God with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul our neighbors, ourselves. And one thing, that God loves us unconditionally. And this is, I just got this revelation the other day. Unconditionally. God loves us unconditionally. And then he wants us to love ourselves unconditionally. But we reject ourselves whenever we have, whenever we don't meet our expectation or meet our condition. But we're supposed to love ourselves unconditionally because love, cause God loves us unconditionally. And yet we have all these conditions on ourselves. And so I just think that once we take these conditions off ourselves and say, and put all these stipulations, all these limits on ourselves and say, hey, I am a human being, I'm going to make mistakes, but I'm, it's how I respond to those mistakes. It's how I bounce back from those mistakes 
I'm still going to love me. I'm still going to love my process because my process of undomesticating myself is going to be a a journey. I spent 30 years domesticating myself. Now I got to undomesticate myself. So enjoying the process and loving yourself during this process through the up, through the down, and everything, and loving yourself unconditionally. I think that's the thing taking the conditions off and loving yourself unconditionally. And that way you can love other people unconditionally. We have an unlimited supply of love in the inside of us. We, Whoever, whatever path you're on spiritually, me being a Christian, I know I have Jesus in the inside of me. So I have an unlimited supply. And love is only supposed to come out. It's not. We're not looking for people to deposit that love in us. We have the unlimited supply coming out of us, and we're just giving it away because we have an unlimited supply. So I'm just, I just wanted to say that and say take, condi- take the conditions off yourself and just love yourself unconditionally because that's how the Father loves us. And then that's how you love your neighbor because if you take the conditions off your neighbor, if you take the expectations off your neighbor, if you take the obligations off your neighbor and love them with all, without all of that, it will be a free-flowing relationship. That's it. That's all I got to say. So Natalie literally came on, gave us fire, and then dropped the mic and walked off the stage. Like, really, dude? (laughs) (laughs) You know, she hits a really wonderful point. We, you know, we keep limiting ourselves, and that is something that we got to stop doing. The only person that can stop you is you. You know, we got to stop letting society, media, tell us who to be, how to dress. We are our own, you know, I'm my own woman. You know, I'm not going to let someone tell me that, oh, you need to bleach your skin. Well, bleach for what? I didn't come out bleached. You know, we got to be who we originally, we are goddesses. You know, we are queens. We don't bleach our skin. Oh, I can give myself a facial. I will cleanse my skin, but I will not bleach my skin to meet anybody's expectations. So, you know, as women, we got to be stronger. We got to stop letting society dictate who we are. You know, so what everybody got, oh, it's all about, you know, plastic surgeries and, you know, making our lips look bigger and all this craziness. Stop. You know, we need to be content with what we have. It's the reason why your lips look the way they do. It's the reason why your butt is the size it is. You know, be happy with the body that you have. I love within yourself. So I am very impressed and, and I'm she's off the chain and she came with fire and that was very knowledgeable information that your girl gave and um I kudos. Um she gets a uh, standing ovation for me on that. Truly. And you know what? I'm just gonna yeah. be totally honest with you. You What's know, up? I'm all into the natural movement, you know, natural hair, natural eyelashes, you know, you know, do your thing, you know. I like a little nip and tuck, though. If, I feel like if you could pay for it, you could pay 20000 I mean, I'm not kill yourself, though. Let me tell you something. I'm talking about I'm not, right, no, 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 I'm not talking about what you said, just in general. Like, I'm not against if somebody feel like they need, you know, a little nip, nip and tuck, you know, I'm not against that because sometimes as women, one thing I face is that we have these men out here who, you know, I'm so conscious, you know, they're conscious black men, you know, or, or conscious men, 
and they're telling us that we can't even get the plasma surgery. That's fake. That's fake. That's fake. You can do whatever the hell you want to do. And, and that's, I think that's the point of everything is that as a woman, if you're going to do it, own it. If you're going to be who you are, do it. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to, oh, because, you know, we're telling you, you know, because some women, you know, they're in that, it's different phases to your life. There are different things that you're going through. Sometimes women are so ashamed of their hair that they have been wearing weave. And if that's you, you need to probably rock a natural for a little bit, you know, change it up a little bit. If you want to wear a weave for a second, do it, you know, but if, if, if it's self-hatred, you need to face it. You know, but I'm not against anybody getting any type of plastic surgery, any type of um, makeup. You know, rock, rock your, uh, your, um, what is it, Pink Friday lipstick. You know, do what you got to do. I'm not saying that you got to be totally, but I think that if it is coming from a place of self hatred, where you feel like I'm not, so I have to, and I'm not without it, then I think right. that's where you have to. Um, there, there's a balance, and I think with everything there is balance, and I just want to bring that in because sometimes people will take that and they'll be like, oh, I got to be natural, and they be looking homely and looking crazy out here in the streets. Like, it's nothing wrong with weed. It's nothing wrong. What I'm talking about is weed. I got a weed in right now. <laughs> if it comes in, <laughs> I'm talking about to the point where you lose your identity. Your face don't look like itself anymore. You have literally cut and cut and cut so you don't even recognize yourself. There's nothing wrong with getting a gastric bypass. If there's something that you want to do, I'm fine. You know, I'm cool with that. But what I'm talking about is do it where you love your body. Do it where, you know, it's not, it doesn't change who you are. Stay authentic. But don't do it because somebody tells you, all right, you need bigger breasts because that's what I like. Or you need your butt bigger because that's what I like. Do what's best for you. Do not do because that's what everybody else wants you to do. That's that's. That's what I'm coming from. But when you, you know, because when I look at all these plastic surgeries, it's like I don't recognize the before and afters. I don't recognize the person anymore because they've done it so much. It becomes an addiction. And, so and that's. that's mm-hmm. I knew where you were coming from. But when you communicate with people, not talking about you, but just in general, I just wanted to bring balance because of the. I know. Sometimes. A whole other stream. They be out here wearing um, Molly the maid outfits, looking crazy. <laughs> you know, you know, wearing homemade panties and stuff. They done um, crocheted them some draws. And oh, my hands! I'm natural. You know, you've got to for real. I'm people and they will run with it. And I just want to let y'all know if you got a little nip tuck, a little, you know, just love, even if you've done it already, and you know, just love yourself unconditionally. But I want to say this before I get back to Natalie, um, because she, um, I definitely know that there's something that she needs to give. But I just think that, you know, what your perception is of yourself versus what everybody else thinks, like, like, it's different. It's really different. People are not always, you know, thinking that you are the biggest person in the room or they're not thinking that that piece, you know, like I have a keloid on my ear. And, you know, for the life of me, that's the first thing I think people looking at. If they looking at me, I'm thinking, oh, God, they see me looking at my keloid. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you know, it's not, you know, people's perceptions are different. But, the change that you want to see in the world, if you're ready for women to come together and to be united, if you are ready for women to come together and to 
help each other and for us to be married and for us to not even just be married socially where, you know, you just got the piece of paper, but that you met your soulmate because you did not settle. Let's talk about that. You did not settle in the midst of you waiting on the person that God has for you. or And then when I say settle, sometimes the person, I learned this from, again, Juanita Bynum, because she was like my my guru in the um, early 2000s. She said, if you waiting for a man to ride in on a white horse, you know, riding up in the right horse, you know, a Prince Charming to come to save you, if you can't save yourself, baby, you in trouble. You know, we be looking for a savior, you know, and, and I think that that even correlates with, like, what we're talking about as far as, like, not being good enough, not being, you know, oh, so I got to make all these changes because and you're not making the changes because you want to make the changes. You're making the changes because somebody else is saying, oh, you're not, you know, you're thinking. This is your perception, though, because I talked about last week how, you know, I was in a relationship, and I never even got to tell you guys that the relationship that I was talking about last last week, he never had a problem with my weight. He never mentioned my weight. He thought I was sexy the way I was, honey. He loved these thighs and this butt and this, these hips, honey. Like, you know, he loved that. But in my mind, I thought that I was not beautiful unless I was small. And, girl, I was eating a half a pack of noodles a day, going to the gym, working out. Like, a half a pack of noodles is only, like, 200-something calories. And I and I was a you know a plus size girl and I had went and lost sixty pounds instantly because I thought that that's what he would think was sexy and he never even had a complaint about my weight. Sometimes our perception of what we think people are thinking about us versus what we're honestly thinking about ourselves and we be all the way real. We think that we're fat. We think that our skin isn't beautiful enough. We don't think our hair is good enough. We don't think that we're the ultimate woman. We think that because we have kids and we're we're in this relationship that this man may not accept us. Some of the things that we are putting ourselves through, sometimes we, we put these issues upon ourselves because this is our thoughts. We're perceiving it as oh, it's somebody else's thoughts, but if we really honestly ask them, what the hell do you think about me, they wouldn't be thinking what we're thinking. And that's the problem is us. The enemy, we be praying, Lord, deliver us from our enemies. The enemy, yeah, you, it's you, you the problem. Well, we I want to create our own problem in our minds. That's that's the problem. you got to learn to control that mind. That mind, once it gets, you know, you create drama that really don't even be there because you think it too much. Right. <laughs> Natalie, what you got to say about that? Cause I know you got, uh, again, I feel like she's like, I'm like uh, Don King, and she's like Mike Tyson in, like, 92, and, and I'm, like, pumping her up, like, go, 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 I'm ready. Like, you know, but what are you thinking over there? I'm sorry, I had to get to the, the mute button. Um, the Okay. I feel like we are the creators of our our bodies. We are the God of our bodies. So every little cell that's on our bodies, we are the God of it. And so whatever we want to say, whatever we want to change about our body, we are the God of this body. And so I get it. You know what I'm saying? I think that as God as goddesses are, you know, whatever of your body, you can uh, paint and create whatever expression that you want with your body. It goes back to that uh, it's life imitating art or art imitating life. And we are the artists 
to paint however we want with our body. And I, I think that is the key. It's that you have to ask yourself, are you imitating life? Are you imitating art? And so I think that that goes beyond just your body. It goes beyond it's to your life. It's whatever you choose to change in your life, you are the creator of it. You are the painter, and you can change and paint however you want with your life. I just feel like a lot of times we are just copying off of the other painters that's around, but once we get our own purpose and our own destiny and our own vision for our life, then we can start really creating and painting and expressing ourselves in love, in light, in truth, in peace, in happiness with this paintbrush. But as far as your body, it's your it's your body. It's your temple. Whatever you want to do with it, you are the god of that of your body. If I want to whatever mutilate my body, that's my expression for right now. Uh, so I don't have any kind of qualms with people and, you know, however they choose to articulate their beauty. Uh, I think everybody, hopefully, and I, I really hope that people are using their own expression of what uh, beauty really is um, for them. I think it's beautiful when I can see somebody and I'm like, dang, their articulation of beauty is different from mine and I respect it. But when I see everybody with the same bob or the same curls or the same part going down the side with the hair flipped over, it's like, okay, everybody looks the same. And so there's no type of uh, difference. There's no type of, it's just cookie cutter. And so that's what makes me, like, turns me off. Right now, I mean, I have natural hair. I've been having natural hair for the last seven years, um, but I've done it in different ways. Um, that's just my preference. Um, when I want to get on my friends' nerves, I tell them that I, I do not subscribe to European European beauty <laughs> as far as, like, uh, relaxers and stuff like that. Now, mind you, my mom been doing hair for 30 years, and I kept a relaxer in my hair for 23 of those years. But... Um, my expression of beauty is to have natural hair, natural short hair at that. Um, and that's my expression. I hope that we can all get to that level of expressing, expressing ourselves how we want, how we feel. Like, this this is me. I got to express myself in this way. I'm not a person that wears heels. I was. I grew up a tomboy. I grew up playing basketball, softball, volleyball. Uh, I once came to school um Cross Delta, and they want you know you you start to live up to start certain expectations. But right now, my most comfortable thing is wearing gym shoes, or some type of uh, comfortable shoe, some jeans, and a shirt. I love basics, so that's my expression for right now. It may change in a few years, but I don't know. But I just feel like it's all about you. It's all about figuring out who you are, figuring out that you are the god of your body, loving yourself unconditionally, and then expressing that love in your life and in your in how you articulate your beauty. And I think that has to start understanding how we articulate our beauty and not just being cookie cutter and being just like everybody else. I think that is the beauty. I love running up in, into black women that, that are strikingly beautiful in their own articulation, and it's not like everybody else. It's like, wow. Like, they, they, it's still people like you out here. Like, wow, I appreciate that. And 
I, I think that's what we got to get to is, again, knowing ourselves, getting to that point where it's like, okay, I'm comfortable with this. I don't got to have, you know, what every, I don't have to look like what everybody looks like. This is my expression. This is my articulation, and this is how I'm articulate everything and I'm, uh, throughout my life. So sorry if I'm long-winded, but I just think that it's important. It's very, very important, like you guys were saying, to know yourself, to know what you like, know what you don't like, and be able to articulate that. I think that the most powerful people were um, were assassinated because they were able to articulate themselves very well, and people, and they can grab the attention and masses of many different people. If we can articulate ourselves and our our standards and our aesthetic of beauty, and then our aesthetic, and then our thoughts and our our mind and our hearts, if we can really articulate that, that is the power right there. The power of words, the power to change people. And so that's why it's so important to know yourself, to understand who you are, to understand your purpose, understand your per- uh, understand your destiny. It's so important. It's just so, 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 so important to understand you. And it starts with you and the inside. And I'm all about just finding that paradise, finding that paradigm in me. And that's how I can I can just float around and be anywhere. And I can just love and just be at peace and be at joy and be in happiness because I understand me. Sorry if I'm long-winded. That's it. Mm, girl, you're fine. And, Chandra, this is right up your alley because you are a cosmetologist. Mm-hmm. This well, is right you know, up your alley. I don't, you know, with me, you know, when she was talking about relaxers and stuff like that and being natural, I'm natural, you know, because, I gave it up. I just woke up one day, and I just would not put motions back in my hair. I was like, Lord, my scalp hurt every time I even think about the word relaxer. I stopped wearing them because it just wasn't me anymore. You know, I can go, my hair is naturally curly, so I don't need, you know, I was like, you know what, let me try natural. And I would tell everybody, think it's easy being natural. Oh, it's it's, it's easy. No, it's not. You got to upkeep that hair. You got to keep it moisturized. You got to find a style that is you. You got to find something that um, you can wake up every day and it's easy maintenance. You know, you it's a style that fits you, your face, every you know, your the things you wear, it doesn't take away. But every now and then, when I don't feel like being natural, I'm a lace front queen. I will wear that long hair, don't care. They don't know it's not mine, but I know the truth. I don't have a problem changing up my look. I'll be, you'll see me one day, you'll see me with a shortcut. Next day, you may see me with 26 inches down my back. I just switch it up on you like that because, number one, I just don't like looking the same all the time. I get antsy. I get irritable. And I truly agree what she's saying. I like to be the originator. I don't want to be a follower. I I just don't do following. I'm a leader. I don't, you know, I'm just like, I set my own tone. I don't care who's weighing what. I'm going to be me. I do what feels good to me. And, you know, I think that as time goes on, you, you you start to change more and more. You start to find your style. You start to find that, hey, you know, when she was talking about wearing um, tennis shoes and she was playing sports, I started laughing because I'm only good in heels for 20 minutes. I can't do heels all day. Never been that kind of person. I can only do 20 minutes in heels. That's all I can give you because I'm thinking about my feet hurt. I'm not going to sit here and keep squeezing my foot in the shoe where I know I'm going to have bunions in the corn in a couple of hours or so. I can't do it. So I'm a flip-flop, tennis shoes, uh, ballet slippers, 
wedges kind of girl. If I wear heels, trust me, I got flip-flops somewhere nearby. I can't do heels. But if nothing wrong every now and then, you got to switch up your style and be sexy. I'm all for that, too, but I am cautious about what I wear, what I want to expose, what I don't expose. I have tattoos. I don't show off my tattoos. When I feel like it, yes, if I, I'm normally covered up all day. So I feel like as women, we can express ourselves in so many different ways, and we don't have to copycat everything that comes out. Every trend that comes out may not be your style. You don't have to do everything that comes out. Some of these trends that come out, I think they're stupid. I may feel like, you know, it's cute on a little kid or it's cute when you're young, but as you get older, it's not cute anymore. Some things just not meant for me to do. I'm older now. And to me, all these trends are repeating themselves, the clothes repeating themselves. Um, I I miss the days when men wore suits. You know, I think that's very classy. You know, women, one of the women that I love right now, Michelle Obama, every time I see Michelle Obama, she dressed very classy. And I would love to see, you know, fashion go back to that era of, um, you know, when Ken, Jackie O and, and you know, the, the, she was graceful and she dressed great. You know, Lena Horne. You know, these women, they were graceful. And, you know, I think we need to get back to that. You know, Grace Jones, she was eccentric before Lady Gaga and Nicki Minaj and all them. She was already doing that. You know, it wasn't – she set her own – she was just – an enigma by herself, and I feel like as women, we have to find that that identity that separate us from everybody else and own it. Own that 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 origination that you created. Own that your walk, the way you talk, you know, the way your essence. Own it. Define yourself. Find something that's you that nobody can take from you. That is what you do, and love it. And I definitely, definitely agree. And, Chandra, I remember earlier this week, you and I were both walking through the storm. We were both praying for each other and, and encouraging one another. Um, mm-hmm. And you, out, out of your, I would say, pain that you were going through, there was a vision that you had. Uh-huh. And the vision was for this show. Yeah. Was, talk about was, talk 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 about the vision that you had um, to, for us to talk about today because I am definitely ready to talk about that. Oh, the vision! You know, God is central. It's more than just. I see it as international. I see it as us going beyond the United States. I see us going overseas. I see it going so far and wide that we are bringing women together. You know, we can do a blog, you know, we're going to take, I see it coming something so amazing to where we got a blog. We have, you know, um, maybe one day we'll get to the point we can do a Skype. We can do, you know, women and, and we can have a show, we can have teenagers come together. You know, women, you know, talk about things that we go through on an everyday basis, things that drives us up the wall, you know, just understanding each other. You know, we need uh, unity. We need a show that's going to tell the truth, you know. What I'm talking about is, what was the topic you wanted to talk about this week that was so... Oh, yes, 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 yes. The Lord woke me up on this one. The definition of a real man. Yes. (laughs) I want to talk about that for a second because I thought that was really profound when you called me 
I will. I will call. Yeah. I called real early in the morning. It was like seven something in the morning. It was seven something in the morning. You know, I don't go to sleep so late because I can also sleep so late. So, but you had a topic that you want to talk about. What is the real definition of a man? Because you were saying there were so many women who are are waiting for a man to come and um, sweep them off their feet. And we have been giving men a lot of flack, which sometimes they do need, I will be honest, especially, you know, yeah. some of the ones who not taking care of their children. And, you know, we got to hunt them down for paternity tests, even though you know that she was with you uh, for three years before she even got pregnant. But we ain't even talking about that. <laughs> we're talking about, we're talking about, you know, um, when we, there's a real man in the presence, where there's right. someone who we really know is a good man, but because we have this idealized perception of what a man should be or what a man is, that when we have a real one in front of us and we talk about, he, I mean, I just need a real man, a real, you know, talk about your, because your, I, I think that's something the three of us should talk about tonight. I, you know what I told you when I called you. I said, I'm going to have to take it to an old school level. I said, I'm not even... It it makes my eye twitch. Is it just it drives me up the wall when I hear someone say, "I'm looking for a real man." And I told you, I said, "What? What's going on? Are we making plastic ones? Are we making fake ones? There are real men out there. The problem is, is that you have to be open minded. And number one, you got to know what. First of all, you got to know yourself because if you don't have yourself together. How are you going to bring a man into the equation and you don't have yourself together? And then, and then when you do get a, good, a, a, real, a so-called real man, what are you going to do to keep him? Because keep in mind, an educated man and a man that does got his stuff together, he's going to want a woman on the same level as him. He is not going to want a woman sitting at home watching Maury all day and think it's okay to sit at home all day. He's going to want a woman that is out there on her grind and on her hustle just as much as he is. He's going to want a woman that is a go-getter. He's going to want a woman that is if one day he come home and he's not having a he's not having a good day, he had a bad day and things going on, he need a woman that can say, you know what, Dollar would talk, oh, you know, if you don't want to talk about it, you know, just sit down for a second, regroup, get you together. He don't need to come home and hear nagging. There are good men out there. The problem is you, you're basing off what society wants you to think what a real man is. There is a good man out there. He may he may be a, a garb he may do garbage for a living. He may work at the jail. He may work in the detention. He may work at a juvenile detention center. He may be a, a teacher. He may be a counselor. But you you your perception is I want a, a basketball player or I want a football player or I want this type of uh, man with this type of income. Well, you know what? Let's really be real. Some of these basketball players they're not looking at you. They don't want they 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 got enough groupies coming after them, and they're not going to go after any woman. They're also looking at other women on the same level as them. They're looking at other celebrity women. If they do have somebody that is they happen to be with, it's going to be somebody they went to school with, a high school sweetheart. They're not going to be sitting at home for the next Ponquisha uh, or whatever. They want somebody on the same level. They're already knowing that. Okay, I already know she's going to be after my money. They're they they're already ahead of the game. So if if you're looking for, first of all, please get this imagination out your mind. A man is going to come with baggage. They're going to come with some things in their lives that are not perfect. 
this world is not perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect man. He's going to have issues. He could be colorblind. He could be missing a finger. There could be a, uh, he could have a stutter problem, but he got a good heart. Things, you know, he's not going to be perfect, but his heart is amazing. He could love the Lord, treat you right, treat your kids right, but you you looking at his deformities or the problem that he has, so you don't want him because he ain't what your definition is. Sometimes you're so busy looking at everything else. God can have a bow ass for you, but unfortunately you want a man that's sitting at home playing video games all day with no ambition. You 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 know, you got to have, first of all, be detailed in what you want. Second of all, get your mind right. Because, you know, if you don't know what's what's up with you and you got self hate and you got all these issues with yourself, you cannot invite a good man into your household and you a hot mess, you a hurricane. Get your well, life right. Get your foundation first. And you can have that attraction. You can attract the love that you need and, in your life. And before, you know, just before, because you, you hitting on some stuff, and I think you're absolutely correct, but I think, again, you know, there is balance because there are a lot of women out here who, um, and I know you understand that, and you have a passion for what you're saying, not saying that you're not hitting on anything, but I just want to bring balance that there are some women out here who have been taking care of their kids by themselves, and soon as they found out they were pregnant, even if it was a good man, no matter if he was educated or not, he walked out and was not there, um, that she had to be the sole founder of her household and to be the mother and the father. And a lot of women are going through that right now where I see more women driving in the driver's seat than the passenger seat. And they do right. have to his, 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 his. I can understand where you're coming from. I'm a single mother, and I have my kids. I, I understand that when things don't work out, you know, I look at everything happens for a reason. There are some men out there. It just there are a lot out. of men out there. There's a, I'm going to say that it's a lot of men out there who are not. And, and, it's, it's, and it's honestly, it's unfortunate, you know, because a lot of um, men um, are, you know, like, oh, women are so angry and they're so upset and they're so mad. But the reason why that, that there are, and it's not anything against you personally, and I think sometimes people don't look at their species. Like, I can claim some of the things that women do, and I can say, okay, women are like this and like this, and that may be the reason why sometimes this is this. And that. I, can, I can be honest about the woman species, but I think sometimes men are not as honest um, about where they're at in their lives and who they are. Um, and as a result, um, you know, they can't, they, when it comes time for a woman to be like, like you're saying, oh, you know, you, you know, you got to, you know, and you're, you're actually uplifting the man, but there are, a, there's a lot of women out there who are struggling and going through and are crying and are in pain. I've seen so many white, black, um, so that's, that's Caucasian, Asian, um, Caucasian, African, Asian, um, Czechoslovakian, um, Iranian, um, you know what I mean? I've met more women um, regardless of race, and that's why I'm so big on women being as a whole versus us dividing each other by race. Like, that don't make no sense when uh, women as a whole in the United States didn't get the right to vote until 1920, and there's still, that's just the United States. And even there were some, still some black women that still didn't even know that they had the right to vote because they didn't know how to read or write. And then you have, you have even to this day in 2015, there are some countries that still don't give women the right to vote. 
or to have a voice or to say what they want to say. And even when they do, you know, they're too independent. That's why they're single. You know, they, they're going to be old maids, blah, 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 blah. But you you have the women who are working hard and, and you know, and then you have the women who maybe are not and they're looking for, and that's what you're talking about, women who need a handout, you know, who are not working as hard and feel like a man is supposed to take care of them. But there are women out here who are, working hard and, and have given their last, and then we're telling them, like, and I, I just want to, I'm just bringing balance. I'm not saying you're wrong. This is a no, perception. But, 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 but we're, we're telling them, oh, forgive that man. He, you know, you, the reason why you don't have a man in your household is because, you know, you, you wonder what a real man is. And some women have the right to say that because, um, and it is so unfortunate for a lot of good men out there that there is a, um, depreciation and value for the the, rate, the 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 species as a whole because of the fact that there's a few of them or more than a few. I would say there's more than a few out there who are not taking care of their responsibility, and that is because of the depreciation of the man in society. That is because men, women have more of a um, a way to to make an income than men. Like we are to, you know, and and they they're honestly sometimes angry at us. That that oh women you need to shut up and be quiet and and you need to realize when you have a good man and I had a thing on my on the goddess page again for all of the goddesses that are listening I'm shouting out to y'all what up you know we got over two thousand uh, followers we're not quite the beehive but we are on our way to greatness um, but I just want to give a shout out to my goddesses but um, you know um, there was something I put on my page and it was like the requirements for a woman to have a man. And it was like, and, and Daddy, if you're listening, you might want to mute the, mute, mute the radio right now. Any family members who are listening, you might want to mute right now because I'm just going to say some stuff that's real real. Um, on, on this, uh, I'm just saying because, you know, I can't even, you know. But uh, with that, on, this, on that list was like, don't nag, um, realize we have a good man, suck a dick, and then it said, suck a dick again. I'm like, dang, so we just suck a dick all day and cleaning and cooking and taking care of, I mean, like, I was, you know, and I wanted to know what people's opinions are, and most of them was like, I know that's right. But what was so interesting about I know that's right is that sometimes we be so, so, um, caught up in sucking a man's dick and trying to keep him at home because we're so insecure about the next female. And then we're not even sucking his penis because we're trying to please him. We're not even trying to have sex with him so we can please him. we trying to turn up and become pinky and become um, Cherokee, and we're trying to become all these porn stars in the bedroom, not even because of the fact that we, this is all to ego. Like, you know, if you got your own off the ego and you're trying to turn up in the bedroom, that's one thing. But most of us are trying to turn up for real because we scared because there's ten women to one man, and we scared. And and that's why y'all here come up from, oh, yeah, that's cool. Suck your dick again, and then cook clean, and then um, don't hang out with him and his friends because you're the only female, even though, you know, I've always been a girl who's always hung out with nothing but dudes, but that's okay. You don't want me to kick it? Cool. It's straight. I just think our mom got friends. But anyway, that makes a whole other problem. But then they said, suck a dick again. Then suck a dick again. I was like, like how many times we going to suck a dick, cook, and clean? And I'm, I'm just saying, like, how many times like you got to suck a dick in a day? And I'm saying to, like, keep a man. And then shut up and told us to shut up. 
Don't say nothing. You got a good man. He coming home at night, so you should be happy. And women were co-signing this. And I'm a firm believer that, honey, let me tell you something. When my husband, when I say my husband, like when I tell him he my husband, I ain't never told no man he my husband. I ain't never laid down and told a man to give me a baby. You know, some girls be like, I'm trying to have your baby. I ain't never told no nigga to, to do that, ever, ever before in my life told a man I want to have his baby. So, I never spoke no shit into existence, but when if when if and when I start, girl, bye. I'm turning up, but it ain't because I'm pinky, ain't because I'm uh Cherokee, ain't because I'm Capri, uh whatever her name is, Capri Stylist or whatever her name is. I'm not trying to be um the next chick. I'm being Brandy Patrice Mullen, and I'm turning up. Girl, when because. I started on when I started on your page, I thought it was a practical joke. I'm not gonna lie, I did, and I'm like, How, what in the world, you know? And then, you know, it's like this: there are some men that are stuck in a they haven't grown up yet. They're stuck in never, never land, and they haven't stepped into manhood. And then, you know, they're in their thirties, but they're still acting like they're in their early twenties. And then you got some that's in their 40s still trying to hold on to their 30s. They haven't grown up. And it's no excuse. You know, we as women got to stop giving them uh, passes for that. It's okay. It's not okay. When you get to a certain age, you got to grow up. You have responsibility. You have a, you know, the man's responsibility is to protect, to be the provider. You know, our us as women, we have a role too. And I'm like, I understand when we're the ones, we're we're making sure the kids eat. We're the ones making sure the household is running. We got to make sure the lights are on. We got to make sure the shelter. You know, we're doing mom and dad while he out with the next female having another family. I understand that. But what I'm saying is we have to be, just, I don't, uh, careful, and we have to be uh, smarter in our decisions about the type of man that we allow in our home. And that's why I, myself personally, have changed the way I do things. You know, I'm, I believe in, you know, I'm going to be your friend first because I want to get to know you and I want to learn who you really are. Because when I first meet you, I may end up with your representative, which is a person you're trying to show me you, this is who you are when there's something else lurking that I don't see. And then later on you find out that, you ended up with somebody totally different from what they introduced you to when you first met them. So it's like once I get to know, I, that's why I prefer, let me be your friend first, because when I become your friend, I can under, you know, I get to know you. I see your likes, your dislikes, you know, how you are. And I feel like as, as a mom, as a, as a woman, we have to be pickier about who we bring around our children because that also is a part of us as well. Our children are a part of us. And, we, you know, nowadays it's sad because now we got to really protect our kids because we don't know if this person going to molest our kids or what they're going to do. So it's, it's now the way this, you know, the, the way things are as far as men, you know, I just hope that this generation wakes up and that men will start becoming who they're supposed to be, you know, strong, protective, and Honoring that woman, you know, if 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 he um treats his mother with respect, I'm hoping that he treats his girlfriend and, and later on this woman becomes his wife. You know, stop wanting a woman to be your side chick and start making her your wife. 
you know, this side chick thing, everybody cool with it. It's not cool. You should not be cool wanting to be somebody's side chick. You should want to be somebody's queen. You should be wanting to be somebody's wife, not his side chick. That is the lowest of the low. And I don't know why is that cool nowadays. I don't understand that. When I was growing up, being a mistress was looked at as the worst of the worst. You know, it was like the biggest thing, the worst thing you could do to somebody is be their mistress, and it was a hushed thing. You didn't discuss it. But I just wish that we as a generation come together and we, we raise standards and, and expectations on ourselves to not accept certain things in our lives. You should not accept a man disrespecting you and treating you like crap. That's not acceptable. Just to hold on to a man. Yeah, he punched me in my eye, but I'm going to hold on to him because he's a man. No, you don't need to hold on to that. Leave him alone, you know. You don't have to put up and accept anything. You deserve better. Be careful and be more responsible about who you bring, you know, who you bring in your life, you know. And I, and I, I just want to say this, though, you know, and I, I'm always a person to bring balance. I'm, I'm just, you know, my – my ascendant is in Libra with the with the with the scales, so I'm always trying to bring balance. Um, with that, you know, she's gonna be all the way honest. Like when I get my husband through, you know, I, I totally believe in a couple being submissive into each other. You know, and I think sometimes with this new age movement of women becoming goddesses and you know, becoming actualized on who they are. I think that, you know, there's not a balance. It's like, oh, a woman is independent. She don't need a man, and she don't need somebody to be by her side. Let me tell you something. Like, that's not balance. Like, if you have to do it by yourself, and, you know, and we talked about in the beginning about a woman um, becoming actualized in herself, learning who she is, taking time out for herself because she's been in so many relationships She's a serial monogamous, and she jumps from relationship to relationship to relationship trying to figure out, oh, if this is my husband, this is my husband, never took the time to heal, and as a result, taking that same stuff that they were in in past relationships to, you know, their present. So I believe in, you know, bringing balance. But I'm going to tell you this, you know, I am totally for um, a, a real a good man who takes care of himself, knows who he is, knows who God is in his life, whether he believes in himself as God or he is um, believes in a higher power, higher than himself. You know what I mean? I'm totally into that. I'm totally into a person, person, whether it's male or female, being, and I, I use the word actualized, as now, like Maslow, the um, psychologist, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of actualization, like learning who you are as a person, you know, taking care of your your needs as a person. You know, I believe it, it takes two people who are mature to get into a relationship to begin with. So many people be like, oh, you know, because they're so tired of being lonely and they horny and they sitting up, oh, you know, they late at night, I need a little bicep and triceps. So when I said that earlier, you know, you need a little bicep and triceps in your bed, they was like, girl, you ain't even lying. Like, they took their foot out right then. Let me tell you something. Like, you have to learn yourself. And, and sometimes it does take for you to be alone, for you to learn who you are in order to be with someone and appreciate them. That is absolutely true. But I think there is also a balance, and there are men out here who are not taking care of their responsibilities as men. And as a result, the good ones are kind of um, 
are, are kind of taking the heat for that, just like the good women are. You know, like, oh, all, especially in the black community, oh, all black women talk crazy to their men. I mean, I've never, ever. I come from a, a father. He don't play that anyway. So I've always had a respect for men, you know what I mean? But, like, with that, you know, there's always a balance. But I just want to say to the women out here that if you, you know, I put a, a quote up on the goddess group, which, again, if you're just tuning in to my goddesses, hey, how you doing? Um, to the goddesses that are out here, you know, if you got to be alone, be the best that you could be. But if you're looking for a companion and you're looking for attraction and you're looking for somebody to have that twin flame that, that lights your soul, like, you know, fire and desire, like um, Uncle um, Rick and Aunt Tina, you know what I'm saying? You're looking for that. You know, the first thing you want to do is be great within yourself because if you're great within yourself, you will attract the law of attraction, law of vibration. You know, we were talking about that energy earlier where, you know, it's not just about thinking it and speaking it into existence, but it's also about the emotion, the E, the energy, the E motion, the energy in motion going forth to make that a manifestation. If you want something, you go after it, but you go after it within yourself first. If you want somebody who got good finances, uh, nine times out of ten, you got to be a good steward over your own money. If you're looking for somebody who got to, you know, you know, you you got to be, you know, and sometimes you're not what your partner is, and that's the, the, the compromise and the um, the compatibility, you know, sometimes what they're not, you are, you know, and vice versa, you know, but I just think, like, we got to stop looking for that man coming in on a white horse, coming in to save us, like, oh, he's, like, like he's Jesus, like, I'm confused, like, who's really your God? Yo, man, because I, I saw something on Facebook that was really crazy, and I have a really awesome man that is coming on to the show, um, Robert Coffey Jr., awesome. He will tell you who he is when he jumps on. But um, I saw a um, quote on Facebook, and the girl was talking about, I feed my man before I feed my kids. And I'm like, well, the both of you guys should be making sure that your kids are said first. I mean, I understand, like, the man is the, the – the king of the household, I understand that. And, you know, he's working hard to make sure that everything is taken care of. But you guys are both working hard to make sure those kids are said. I was real confused. And I don't think that the connotation of that was even, oh, he's the king and he's the head of my household. Um, it was kind of hood and kind of ratchet in, in the connotation that it was coming from. So I kind of figured that she was saying, like, oh, I put my man for I put my kids. And I'm like, what are we, what's going on? But, um, Robert, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Brandy. How are you doing? I am good. How are you? I am wonderful. I'm actually at a restaurant right now, but I'm I'm listening to the show and everything. A lot of things are coming to my mind, so I look forward to uh to speaking about the topic. Well, I'm ready for you to speak right now. You know, um, okay. what what are you? Um, and tell us who you are first, because people are be like, who's this dude they just put on? You know, so. <laughs> so yeah. tell us who you are and uh you know, tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself and then give us you know, give us some 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 food for knowledge. Yes, my name is Robert Coffee. Um I have the Robert Coffee show that um is a radio show and um this fall will be airing on A B C as far as um topics. I've been doing acting in the Baltimore area since about two thousand and six and um just looking to uh, grow and talking about relationships as well, too, and, and helping families unite as a people. 
um, and, and doing things the right way. Um, definitely loving what I'm hearing um, about the show. And one of the main things that comes to my mind, Brandy, is two people knowing their roles. When a husband and a wife or a man and a woman that um, is inspiring to be a husband and a wife know their roles, the household runs so much better. Um, if a man doesn't know the role that he plays for a woman, knowing the things that he should do, it makes it, um, in my opinion, uh, the woman treats the man differently, vice versa. If the woman is acting like the man or or not respecting what the man is doing or if the man is not respecting what the woman's doing, it causes problems. So the two people that is dating have to know their roles so that everything is met and they can have respect. If there's no respect in a relationship, things aren't going to go right. Make sense? It makes sense. You hit that on the head. Yeah. I, 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 totally, I totally understand. What do you think about, you know, um, men not knowing maybe their role? Because, you know, there are um, – how can I say this? I think there is a depreciation of men, especially black men in our society. Um, right. I also think that um, because of the rise of women understanding who they are, and I don't even think it's really about uh, man versus woman because, I mean, right. that's where we have the conflict. Um, but like we were saying earlier in the show, it's about two people who are, um, like you said, also united as one, trying to have like a have, have like a common vision, and we're working together to make the household work, to make the dream work, you know, you know, teamwork make the dream work, you know. Right. And it's like with that though, um, if there are you know, gods or men who are listening to the show who don't know quite how to be what they need to be in order for them, for the household to work. How, you know, can you impart that into some of the gentlemen that are listening today? Sure. Based on how um, I'm growing as a person, um, I've learned a lot um, as an African-American male. I've studied with the Nation of Islam. And just to put that out there, I've learned so much that has deprived from the black man. If you are a black man listening right now, um, take a look into what the nation is saying. Um, don't be afraid to Google the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and just see what he's saying. Once you get beyond the the um, what you might have heard about the, the man and you actually see what he's doing for black men to understand how to help them get jobs, to know how to be the provider, to know exactly how a real man acts to his woman, to his community, to his people, then the man can actually be empowered to be that man that the black woman has been missing. And once the black woman sees this man, she's going to go back to her natural role, hopefully, after she is repaired as well also. And um, it's so many things that we are missing as, as men, and I encourage all of our black men to definitely humble yourself and just listen to what the brother is saying. And then our women, once, once you guys see exactly what a repaired man is like, I believe that the structure of the home will be so much better um, in many communities around the world. 
and it and it's it's starting with me. So when I see the things that a man should be doing, yes, find it. There's no romance without finding. So it's a it's a given that our men have to be um, uh, in a financial situation to be able to provide for our family. Um, hold on one second. We are. I'm stepping outside of this restaurant right now. Um, however, we have to understand how um, a lot of our men that maybe have gotten locked up or can't get that right job, they have to know where to go to get that support, to get that good job so that they can provide for their woman, provide for their children, and uh, and be at that respected state. And the nation is doing that for a lot of men. I, I know a guy that just came home last Tuesday for six years. The first thing he asked me um he asked me, do you know where I can get a job? I said, well, um, you know what, let, let me get you in touch with um, one of the brothers in the nation here in Baltimore, Maryland. He has a job. He had a job when um, he came home last Tuesday. He started work this Tuesday, this past Tuesday. So it just lets you know how fast the brothers were quick to, to helping this brother get back on his feet. So imagine his shoes, his, his children, um, his children's mom understanding that he just came home and he has a job, you know, things like that is what a man needs to get the respect back in his life. That's good. That That is absolutely good. Um, Chandra, you know, you haven't talked in a long time. I want you to expound on what Robert said because I honestly, you know, especially the men who are locked up and they're coming home, and it, it's really hard, especially – um, that's a whole another topic in itself about, you know, um, the, the structure of the prisons. Um, but they're coming, you know, you're coming home and you're not able to come to a stable home, a stable environment, and, and then you're expected to be this man, you know what I mean? But, Chandra, um, I want you to respond on what Robert said. I, I agree with what he was saying about the role of the household and knowing what we as women are supposed to do and what the man is supposed to do. And when he talked about the guys that are coming home from prison or coming home from jail and they got to step back into that role as the, as the male, you know, it's not easy out here for men who have a felony or whatever the, the charges were on his record. Some jobs, some places won't give him a job. And we have to, instead of put him down and ridicule because this man is not working, you know, help him. Help him find a way. You know, we're so quick to say you ain't about this. You know, you know the word I'm saying. You ain't about, you know, we're quick to judge him and put him down. But in order for him to be that man, he's, you know, we as women are supposed to empower him, encourage him. You know, if if he's lacking in something, what if he needs a GED? You know, find out where he can go to get those things that he needs to be that provider. You know, it's nothing wrong with, you know, us as women learning to, there's nothing wrong with stepping back. It's not about you. It's about coming together. And it's about us being submissive, not saying the man runs you and he controls you, but submissive enough to know that 
you know, yes, I held the household down. Yes, I did all this without, you know, don't throw it in his face. Don't, well, if you, you know, because of you, I had to. Okay, but guess what? You're a team. So when one of your teammates, the, the, your other half couldn't do, it's your job to do. And until he's able to do, have his have his back. But don't, you know, I'm not saying that 10 years later he still ain't got a job. You know, that note is unacceptable. <laughs> You know right. what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, as a couple, you should have goals. You should have a plan, you know, to, to things that you want to do. You know, let's say you just get married. You know what, babe? In year two or three, let's, let's buy a home. You know, let's, let's you know, um, we need to start, you know, baby, let's open our own business. You know, different things. Speak, you know, those, things, things, speak those things that are not as so they were. Be, exactly. you know, that you. Proverbs. Be the Proverbs 31 woman that we are called and to be. Be the virtuous you know, woman. Be yeah. the virtuous woman. Be the woman that not only, you know, because sometimes, you know, I, I was putting this on my goddess group again, if you're just listening in and you're part of my goddess group. Hey, ladies. But, um, you know, I put on there, it was um, by one of my, uh, it was, she was a televangelist, but she was also a mighty woman, and I'm wanting to buy them, and she had did this pride versus the Proverbs 31 woman. And if you look at Proverbs 31, 31 and it starts at 10, and, you know, it's talking about, you know, um, who is, you know, who is he who can find a, a Proverbs 31 woman, a virtuous woman? You know, who is he who can find her? Her, her worth is more than rubies or pearls, and the heart of her husband um believes in her and is believes in her confidently so that they have no lack. Like this woman was not only just a woman who was down on her knees praying, but she was also in the marketplace making provisions. She knew how to um how to um Flip a cup, you know, flip a dollar, so flip a dollar, flip, 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 you know, whatever it was that she was doing, she could multiply it, and that's what the woman is. The woman has a womb, and I believe that that womb is not only because everything is not just physical or in the natural, but it's also in the spiritual. So when a woman is who she is and she knows, she spent time by herself, she knows who she is as a woman, she has actualized herself, she has affirmed herself in the mirror. She told herself, I'm beautiful, I'm talented, I'm awesome. She has made goals for herself, has executed it, and has been successful. Yet then, then can she um, have a husband? Like, people be thinking like, oh, well, I just need a husband. I just need a man. I need somebody to sleep with. No, you don't. It ain't about sex. You know what I'm saying? Because when it come all the way down to it, speak Speak those things that are not as though they were. Be that woman who can look at his dream and his vision and say, hey, I see the vision. I believe in you. Even when he, when things aren't working out, you're speaking into his life and you're telling him that you are that entrepreneur. You are that um, that man that I that I saw in the beginning. I don't care what it is that you feel like right now. I speak to your emotions right now and I speak, you know, peace and love. Like, you know, and women, and that's what we're missing. That that identity of the woman, it's not that I think women are looking at it materially like, oh, I can go out here in the marketplace and get a job. I can be the entrepreneur. I can be the, the secretary of state. I can, you know, run for president. I can do everything that you're doing, and it's a competition. It's not no competition, baby. It's 
can you look at the vision in your like as a family, as a whole, as a unit, and look at the vision? And it says that the Proverbs 31 woman, and this is coming from um, Proverbs in the the Holy Bible. I'm not uh, I'm not technically Christian, but that is my foundation. Um, but with that, that same woman was up before everybody was up in her household and she was praying and she was making provisions and she was making sure that her household was fed and that everything was taken care of. But a lot of times I think we have gotten lazy, you know, like um, um, I remember I got kind of um, peed off when uh, when uh, Kanye was like, you know, Kanye and um, J- uh, Jamie Foxx was like, she take the money when I'm me, you know, and I was like, you know, she a gold digger, but like sometimes there are there's a lot of instances where a lot of women are just thinking like, oh, the man is supposed to do, the man is supposed to do. Where is your vision? Where is your, you know, where are you at? Like, do you even know what it is that you want to do? Are you capable of executing that which you want to do? Can you take a, a, a dollar and flip it? Can you make um, a way out of no way? Can you take a little bit of something and make it into, you know, making something out of it? And I think that that's, that's, you know, a lot of the problem. It's like there's no identity of man and woman. There's no identity. and But that stems all the way back 400-plus years ago when that was stripped from us, when the man was taken out of, out, away from the household. But from the household. It also teaches us as women in Proverbs 31, it also says that she's girded her loins for strength. She is not no woman. She is a strong woman, meaning she's not afraid. She has courage. She will do what it takes. She takes care of her household. She has service in her household. Her service was treated well, and she spoke with kindness. She was a respected woman. Even her children called her blessed. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, with that being said, when you gird your loins, you you got to pull you got to hold yourself up. You got to pull that strength out. And you gotta make a way out of no way. You know, one thing that I, I do every morning, I pray hard for my family. I cover my children. I cover my family. I cover my, my significant other. You know, I'm praying angels. You know, Lord, watch over him. Lord, don't send any angels. Send warrior angels. Father God, you know, I'm I'm calling it out, and I'm saying, you know, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. You know, and I'm speaking, you know, I don't have a problem sending encouragement. You know what, well, baby? It's going to be all right. Have a blessed day. You know, do what you, you know. You will, you know, your dreams will come true. But we you want to know what, though? That's the issue with ego. It's, 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 a, it's, it's not even about man and woman. It's, you know, the ego. And mm-hmm. not and not being able, like, if if you have, like, a, a your ego is kind of um, self-motivated, mm-hmm. <laughs> even if it's not a man that you're dealing with, it could be somebody at work, it could be somebody that you meet out, you know, doing whatever it is that you're doing in your everyday life. If there's somebody who is shiny or trying or, you know, you're going to have a problem with that. You're always going to try to be better than, you know, that's that's just human ego, regardless of man or woman. And I think that, you know, we have to focus on self and take away um, the ego, the ego and the pride, you know, in order for us to be able to come as one. But, Robert, are you still there? 
Are you still there, Robert? I think we've lost them. Hello? Uh Yes, I'm still here. Okay, you're still here. Okay. (laughs) So, I I want you to sound. It is a lot of ego and pride that has to be set to the side for us. There's no I in team. There isn't any. When you're in a relationship, it starts out as we, and then it becomes us. And that's so, what we got. Yeah, we got to get to that. Yes, we definitely do. So, Robert, um, I know you're out to eat, and you're, you know, you know, but I want to, you know, just be able to bring you back in so that, you know, I know you want to go and enjoy and uh, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day. I mean, I know you're a very busy man, so the fact I'm honored that you even wanted to come on to the show to even, you know, give um, this outlook. But um, do you have any final words, anything you want to say to expound on what we were saying? Yes, absolutely. And, and I have a lot of others uh, that's listening in on the show. Like, this show is is amazing. So I want to thank you also, Brandy, for the opportunity to, to chime in and, I want to just say I agree with what the sister that was just talking said. There's a reason why that everything that you just said happened, and I'm going to touch on that. If you go back to what happened in slavery, all right, the black man, when he came over here, was destroyed in front of his woman, destroyed the biggest, the strongest black man. In order for what happens right now, submission to the people that we submit to, it was because the the man was destroyed. They would get the biggest, strongest black man that the average person would submit to, and they would strap one leg to a horse, strap another leg to the horse, beat him down in front of his woman, in front of the children, smack the horses and rip them apart. So what does that do when all the women are seeing his, her protector, her God, get destroyed in front of another man? It makes her submit to them and no longer to her man, and that was the natural order that God put in place for our people. So we have to understand what has happened and why it's so hard for the natural order of things to 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 happen on on this um, as of today, and we have to empower. Just like you you, you said, um, I heard a little earlier. We have to empower. My whole goal is to help the black man and woman in America to get back to the way things should be, to where the man and the woman respect each other. We unify. We are are working together in harmony. And, again, the black woman has been missing the real black man. She hasn't seen him for many, many years. And the whole goal of the black woman is she submits to be served. It shouldn't be submitting to, wait a minute, I don't want to do what he say, this and the third. No, you submit to be served. We will take a bullet for our woman. We walk on the outside of the street to protect you from oncoming things that could come across. There's so many things that the true man is taught so that we can serve and drink your bath water. There's so many things that, that the right man should do for you. And in return, the submit part that a lot of women don't like to hear is only a form of respect. The same way a child, when you say, put that down, stop. Not that your woman should be treated anything like that, but it's respect. And it's respect for the man to do all the things that he's supposed to be doing as well too. But our men have to be taught that 
again. And our women have to be taught how to win a man over through femininity and not so much aggression. And and it's something like I definitely got uh, will be on this show on your on your next show and listening in the future because there's so many things that I that I can touch on um, when you talk about the foods that are out here and the chemicals that's in the food that's making this role reversal, the testosterone, the, um, the, the soy that's making men lose their masculinity and women gain testosterone, and then you wonder why the, the, the relationships are reversed. This is chemical warfare that's out here as well, too. But, you know, that, that's just a whole other topic, Brandy. I just want to say that, that I loved, again, listening in, and um, I will be listening again as well, too. I, I got another brother with me that has a TV show here in Baltimore. We would love to have you on our show as well, too, um, when, when you're in town, and uh, definitely to talk about this to a further extent. Well, I would definitely love that. I'm excited. Um, you know, um, just um, <clears throat> talking about, you know, my first interaction with you, my father actually um, connected us, and um, I was like, you know, okay, well, um, you know, you just you were doing so much, but it actually ignited something inside of me in order to fulfill my purpose and to keep doing what I had been doing um, and had given up on. So I do have a great appreciation for you. Um, I yeah. am honored Thank that you, you would um, come onto the show and, and give your feedback, and I would love to invite you back again. I'm pretty sure both of us would love to um, invite you back again. And absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You really spoke some things that resonated with my spirit when she was talking about Proverbs 31, and, you you know, it. both of you spoke some power. And I was just like, I just, it's just an awe. And I, I truly, even though I'm one of the co-hosts, but I was enjoying it. Okay, so it well, thank you very much. I want to say one last thing, too. If uh, If all the listeners out there, um, get a chance to Google a nation can rise no higher than through its woman. If you just Google that on, um, actually YouTube that a nation okay. can rise no higher than its woman. You will hear some things that will wake the woman up, especially our black women that's that's listening right now. It's something that's missing in our uh, people. But um, it's definitely it, it, I love our sisters. I, I, I love our women across the world. And um, I want to do the best I can to help wake our people up and uh, contribute to the success of the black man and woman uh, across the world. I know that's right. And before you go, I want to I want you to because um, there's some people probably listening who are thinking, you know, how can I get in touch with this guy? How do I know how to, you know, whatever he's doing? I want to be a part of it. I want to be able to see where he's going and. So um, let people know how they can contact you um, via social media, email, whatever. Sure. Thank you very much. Um, you can go to therobertcoffeeshow.com. You can see our website of um, shows that we'll have coming out. Um, we're on ABC this fall, um, and we'll, uh, we'll be on the radio starting October 3rd talking about um, – Similar topics. Definitely can't wait to have you on the show, Brandy, and your co-host too. And um, we definitely um, can can talk about this to a further extent on Facebook. I'm R Coffee Junior. Um, like us on Facebook, the Robert Coffee Show. And uh, definitely let me know when y'all are in the DMV area. We'd love to have you on our show, TV and radio. 
Thank right. you. Thank you so much. And enjoy. What are you, I'm just curious. You know, I'm a foodie. So what are you eating over there? <laughs> I'm eating, well, I've been a vegetarian for five, the last five years. In 2015, I started eating fish again. So I guess that's called a pescatarian. But um, I'm eating salmon tiki masala. And um, it's pretty de- delicious. Um, let me, I might as well plug uh, Cass Mandu Kitchen in Towson, Maryland is where we're at. Uh, the food is pretty good, and um, it's healthy. I know that's right. I know that's right. We were just talking about women. We need to get our lives together, get get your life and get your, your body together. But thank you so much, bro, for coming on to the show. Um, and we need to talk. We need to um, figure out, you know, what's next. I'm excited. You, you see, like, you already ignited that passion when I first talked to you. It was like, I was like, okay, let me start doing my show. Let me start doing this. And, you know, it is coming into fruition, so I'm excited. But, um, yeah, check him out, everybody. Um, you know, awesome guy, you know, a lot of wisdom. Like, it's like he's been hanging out with old people his whole entire life. Like, he got so much wisdom, it's crazy. <laughs> you're welcome well enjoy your food and uh, enjoy your company and thank you so much for tuning in to Goddess Central you're welcome we'll be back on the show listening uh, next time too thank you thank you so much thank you and Chandra um, I want you to go ahead and um, tell everybody how they can contact you all right, you can hit me up, uh, Chandra Riley, on Facebook and Lioness and Proud on Instagram. So also, if you're in the Orlando area, I'm at Lotus Blossom Spa. I'm also a massage therapist and an energy healer. So if you would like to do some chakra clearing and you want a massage, uh, please feel free to contact uh, Lotus Blossom Spa. It's on South uh, John Young Parkway, okay? And, and, and Orlando, Florida, correct? Yeah, in Orlando, Florida. Absolutely. Orlando, Florida. Look at look at technology. You know, okay. he was in Maryland. Um, you know, eating at eating in Towson. You're in Orlando, and I'm in um, Ohio. So that's really awesome. And um, it's gonna grow. <laughs> and I am so thankful to you, sis. You know, you're always that lion that's ready to go. Like you give you a steak, you ready to go. Like you be, you know, I just gotta just throw the bait out there. You be like. You know, you just go ham. So I really do appreciate you, definitely. Well, I appreciate you, too. When I said, you know, how blessed I am to have you, you know, when I needed you the most when I was down and out, and you gave me that, 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 put that, you know, Virgil on, put that armor on and speak, you know, I needed that, and you, you did it for me, and I'm just blessed, and I just can't tell you how truly grateful I am for our friendship. And I'm thankful for your friendship. Like, I, you know, um, you, you know, even if you're not going through the situation or even if you are going through the situation, it's always awesome to have that sisterhood where you can kind of bounce things back and forth mm-hmm. off of each other. Um, and um, a lot of when we talk to each other, we learn from each other, you know, where mm-hmm. two or three are gathered together, you know, they're God and God okay. are in the midst. So I am so excited. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know that, you have great things to, you know, that's going to happen. I'm going to speak that your um, your own spa is going to happen. I'm going to speak right now that, you know, we're about to have conferences with God Central. Yes. We're going to um, hit um, Sea from Shining Sea, going from um, continent to continent, spreading the good news of, um, you know, yes. loving yourself yes. and, and healing. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yes. 
It, yes, I see that. And you know what? I've also you you heard what I spoke today. I spoke blogs. I I, I definitely goddess. Yeah, goddess central blog. I spoke that on us too. And I, I definitely agree. And I just want to let everybody know my name is Brandy Mullen on. Facebook, I am Brandy with an I-E, Miss Pisces Mullen with an E-N, no S. So that's Brandy, Miss Pisces Mullen at um, Facebook. Um, you can reach me on Facebook, Brandy, Miss Pisces Mullen. You can also um, find me on Instagram at Miss Pisces 0304. Again, that's Miss Pisces M, capital M, capital S. And then it's P I S C E S zero three zero four, and that is on um, Instagram. Also, I have um, Twitter, and Twitter it is B as in Brandy Miss Pisces twenty seven. That is B as in Brandy Miss Pisces. It's capital B capital M. And then Pisces, P-I-S-C-E-S, 27. That's me on Twitter. I am a energy healer. I am a um, visionary, a creator, CEO of um, the Brandy Mullen Radio Show. I am the CEO of um, BP Mullen Entertainment. And I am excited. I am. I mean, this has really been an awesome day. So many manifestations happening at one time. I can't even contain myself. Um, but reaching out there, I also do intuitive um, readings, holistic readings. If you are looking for love and attraction, and you are tired of um, attracting the wrong mate, you can't figure out why you keep going after the same guy, different face. Um, you are trying to figure out how to love yourself in order to align yourself and your chakras um, to the place where you can receive that love, um, contact me at 937-971-8518. Again, that is 937-971-8518. If you're looking for questions to um, answer to your questions concerning life, um, you have prayed and you have um, been on your knees and you're just I can't figure out what to do next, and I'm trying to um, figure out what to do next. Um, that will be um, me. You know, you can come to me. Um, I am as honest as it comes, and I believe that the prophetic word, the word that is spoken out of mouth, is uh, only confirmation, comfort, and um exhortation. If it's not exhortation, confirmation, or comfort, if it's not enlightening to your soul, I'm not going to tell you anything that is going to harm you. I'm only going to tell you everything that is supposed to be confirmed um, by two uh, one to two to three uh, witnesses of every word established. So with that, um, I am able to tap into the spirit uh, realm and get answers for you that you technically, you know, weren't able to get by yourself because you've been isolating because you're so afraid of what's going to happen. You do not have to be afraid. You do have a sister here who can help you. And I specialize in clairvoyance and clairaudience and um, chakra healings and um, learning how to love yourself, um, how to interact with your angels and your spirit guides in order to be successful. You do have help in this lifetime spiritual help, and I am here to help you, um, and you can contact me at 937-971-8518 if you would like a reading. Uh, my readings are $35. 
Um, there's no time limit on my $35 readings because you can't put a time limit on spirit. But I also have many readings that I actually have just started doing where um, you ask one question, we focus on that question and get an answer for you um, within 15 minutes. I'm not really on the time, but because it is only 16, you know, $16, you know, and there's an energy that I have to get um what can I say? Like like a like offering for it because I do put my my this is my body and my my spirit um, going out on in the spirit realms to help you. Um, I do require an offering, but I really don't put a time limit. But if you need the extra time, there's no problem in getting it. But um, I do sixteen dollar mini readings for questions that you have concerning your life. And again, that's nine three seven nine seven one eighty five eighteen. So I am excited. Um, again, here's another show of Goddess Central that has completed. I want you to realize that the best is yet to come. Um, in your life, you are equipped with everything that you were supposed to be successful in this lifetime. You were equipped with that before the foundations of the earth. You were equipped with that. It's already down in your belly. You just need activation, and this show is your grounds for activation. We are going to help to um, encourage you to bring it out. What is lying dormant on the inside of you, even though you may be going through a storm, even though things may be not going the way you want them to go, I want you to know that Chandra and I are here to activate those latent gifts on the inside of you of love, um, life, and beauty, and prosperity. We are here. Um, we are called according to this. Um, we, we are equipped and ready to go, and we are ready for the warfare that it even takes to get you out of your place in order for you to be in the place that you need to be. So until next week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, I want to thank you. If you have questions about Goddess Central, you want to be a part of the movement, you're trying to get, I just need to be in, in the loop, I just need to be in connection, you need to call me. My name is Brandy Mullen, and that is 937-971-8518. So until next week, at 7 p.m., Chandra and I want to wish you um, a prosperous week. We want you to speak those things that are not as though they were. May your week be blessed. May you open up doors that no man can close. May you um, be able to not only give for yourself but give to your family. Greater is he and she that is in you than he that and she that is in the world. So until next week, you have a wonderful evening. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.